Welcome to the podcast that puts a finger on the pulse of medicine and technology. On this show, you'll hear from investors, industry executives, and healthcare providers on the science and business of medicine. I'm your host, Omar M. Khatib, and this is the State of MedTech. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. So today I have a great uh, episode for those of you who are trying to break into the medical device uh, sales world, but also for those of you who are already in a role and probably haven't received any guidance on how do you essentially elevate your career because this is probably not going to be the last medical sales job that you have, right? And so for that, I have my good friend, Jacob McLaughlin, who's also a member of my program, the Medical Sales Network Effects Program. If you're a sales leader or, or CEO, and you're trying to learn how to persuade and sell at scale and drive product adoption using social media, um, check out my program. You can check the sh- uh, links in the uh, show notes below, and you'll see a link to watch my webinar. You can get free strategies through that webinar, and also a free consult for me um, just on not only your, your LinkedIn profile, but even your sales and career strategy. So be sure to check that out. So Jacob's part of the program, but he also has his own program. And let me give you a little bit of background on him. So Jacob uh, broke into the medical device world uh, in this in a sales role with the world's largest uh, med tech company, which is Medtronic. And he did that with no prior sales experience. And after receiving a total of four job offers, he went from being a personal trainer uh, to working at Medtronic. And you know, more impressively, he took over a very bad underperforming territory and turned it around to a multi-million dollar um, uh, business. And so at the time he realized like there really wasn't any content or channels that helped people with no sales experience break into the industry. So he decided to do that on his own. And so in the last few years, and I've been following his uh, YouTube channel, new to medical device sales, he's helped so many different, uh, people with zero sales experience break into the industry. And so this episode, we're going to cover just that topic, which is, what does it take not only to break in the industry, but how do you essentially get the job that you want? Because again, some of you might be associates, maybe uh, first time reps. So how do you get the job you want if you wanna move to a new company? Um, The other thing I wanna make sure to mention is that the one thing that I've always gained um, value out of is when I paid for coaching or programs that helped me shortcut my time and accelerate my timelines to get to certain value, right? That's literally the only thing that's available that allows you to time travel. And so for those of you who are trying to break into the industry, um, Jacob has a premium tier course, uh, which I'm gonna read read a little bit about to you right now, um, about how to break into the medical device sales world with no sales experience, but also once you break in, like how do you how do you get the success that he had in his first role? And so uh, if you head to his uh, website, newtomedicaldevicesales.com, or check the links in the show notes below, I leave a direct link to his program, um, you can see what the program is about. And you know, one thing I wanna make sure to mention is that he doesn't admit everybody into the program just because you can pay for the program, you, you just can't sign up for it. He actually interviews and takes specific applicants. But I'll, I'll read to you some of the things in the course which um, I really like. So these are some of the modules. What do you need to know about med device sales? Where should you work building your resume and profile and business plan to get hired? How to tell your story, very important. The one thing I tell people is that you know, if you go to the interview expecting just to sit back and answer questions you've already lost, 
um, interviewing prep, final interview and presentation. And again, in this uh, program, this high uh, premium tier program, it's not just the modules. Jacob actually works with you directly. Um, and then the, the, the part of the program I really like is he also covers what to expect once you get hired and then how to run a successful territory. And so I think it for the investment, it's you, you get tremendous value. You actually get more value than you pay for. Um, and especially since it not only helps you get into the role, but more importantly, you know, once you're in a role, you got to figure out in the first 90 days, 100, you know, 120 days, how are you going to be successful? And so he really walks you through that. So make sure to check that out, you know, apply for it. And you might be a, um, a good candidate. Now, on this show, Jacob and I cover a lot of different stories and a lot of foundational principles that if you listen to them and put them into action, it will not only help you get into a medical sales role, it'll help you in your career no matter what you end up doing. But that's only if you take it into action. So with that being said, let's head to the episode. And of course, I have to ask as a small favor, if you like this episode, please give it a five-star review on Apple. Uh, write a quick uh, quick review. It'll take one second. We're trending in this program and we're trying to break into the top 10 podcasts in medicine. And then if you decide that you want to watch this and see me and Jacob and the comments and everything, you can either watch this on LinkedIn, watch it on YouTube, or if you're on Spotify, yes, you can watch this on Spotify because our channel also uploads the videos there. So with that being said, here's the interview on how to break into medical sales and succeed with Jacob McLaughlin of new to medical device, new to medicaldevicesales.com. What is going on everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Medical Sales Live. And we're doing a Friday night one. That's right, we're doing it for all the young Gen Z crowd out there. I know, as a millennial, I'm like a grandfather to you guys, but I'm a very cool granddad. So anyways, very happy to see everybody here. I love, see, I when I look down at my phone, and I just see the stream of emojis just popping out. That makes me happy. So if you like what we're doing, hit that emoji button. But let's start, before I bring on our special guest, we're going to get started. Um, I want to see you drop in the chat, what city you repping? Drop in the chat, what city you're joining in from? And let's see. And you know how, if you're new to the show, by the way, so I see a lot of new people. That's great. If you're new to the show then you should know this, that for those who drop great comments, great questions, I will highlight you. I'll call you out by name. It's quite quite a lot of fun. So now I see the emojis going. I see the number, the, the view numbers going up. Who's going to be that first person to drop a comment as to where you're joining in from? That is unless you're driving. Please don't drive and, and, and comment. All right, here we go. Then... Katashram, I hope I did not butcher your name, Ben Katashram from one brown man to another. Uh, come from New York, New York. All right, Ben Katashram, thank you so much for joining. There we go. Now I see the comments. Natalie Kieser, San Diego. All right, somebody in SoCal. Welcome, Natalie. Brandon Aguirre from Atlanta, from Hotlanta. Welcome, Brandon. All right, Mobilaji Olupono, H Town in the house from the great, the great state of Texas. I might be living in SoCal, but I don't forget my roots. Um, Riverside, California. All right, close by. Roxy Tirado. Welcome, Roxy. Jennifer McCarran from Chicago. What's going on? All right. Then Crotchdom says, new to the show. Welcome. Hey, we love, we love new people here. Caroline O'Neill from Charlotte, North Carolina. All right. Morgan Stein from Boca Raton, Florida. Evan Landier from Houston, another person from H-Town. Are you guys doing a watch party for this? I wouldn't judge. I would do a watch party for this. All right. 
Kevin Stamen from Scottsdale, Arizona. Hey, Kevin, great to see you. Glad you can join. Kelly Flood. Hey, Kelly, Cleveland, Ohio. All right. Wonderful. All right. Keep keep dropping those comments. Keep. I want to see more emojis. All right. Bring more emojis. Come on. For God's sake. I'm going to be doing a lot of entertaining on the show. So you, the very least you guys can do is keep hitting that emoji buddy. Let me bring on my guest. So the guest that I have tonight is somebody that I've actually been following for many years now. Somebody who uh, I really admire for the content that he produces. Right. And I'm somebody who's been doing content. I've been in this content game for a long time. So over 10 years now. And so uh, this guy has become a good friend of mine. Um, I'm very proud to say he's also uh, a member of the program I run, which is called the Medical Sales Network, Network Effects Program. If you have not subscribed to his U YouTube channel, new to medical device sales, you are missing out on a lot of value. Subscribe to his channel. Check out his podcast, new to medical device sales. Let me bring him on the show. My good friend, Jacob McLaughlin. Jacob. Omar, what's up, man? Hey man, good to see you. Glad you can join, and thanks for making time. I know it's been uh, it's been a very busy week. You know, you're started at a very new, exciting company, and so we're really grateful to have you. First, where are you yeah, joining man. in from? Yeah, no, appreciate it. Uh, so I'm coming from Scottsdale, Arizona. I saw somebody else was from good old sunny Scottsdale, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. For most people who don't know if it's Scottsdale, uh, but yeah, that's where I'm coming from. And again, just thank you so much for having me. Uh, like you said, appreciate you on this Friday evening, uh, getting together and I know you're busy as well. So just thank you for taking time and excited to be here on the show. No, absolutely. And I'll tell you, I mean, before we get started and I see some more people, I want, I want to give a little shout out. So we have Riva, uh, Delgarlo, Dr. Dr. Riva Delgarlo, uh, from Campbell, California. Uh, Roxy says, Jacob is the man. I agree. Jacob is a man. See, Ashley Hawkins. See, this is why I wanted to do this because like when I do the other webinars, you know, I tell people to, you know, hit the emoji button and stuff. They, you know, I, I get some emojis, and everything, but I just keep seeing some emojis going up. I love it. Thank you so much. Natalie Keezer, much appreciated by the way. And, and the other emoji button I'm talking about guys, aside from commenting with emojis, hit the emoji button. So like more people find out about the stream on LinkedIn. Cause you know, we got We got to keep the show rolling here. We got to We want to make sure as many people see this. So let me, let me introduce the topic. Um, between Jacob and I, I'm sure that, uh, we could fill up a room full of all the messages that we get, um, about how to break into medical sales. Right. And while Jacob, oh, he's back. My dog, my dog was sitting there whining at the door. He was swimming outside. So I was like, he's going to start barking soon. Okay. Got it. I thought I was set a new record. I'm like, damn, like I, I usually thought <laughs> like, it usually takes me a little bit more time to offend a guest, but like, I guess <laughs> I set a new record at this point. Um, <laughs> Sorry about we, that. No, no, no. All good. We get so many, the most common question I get is how to break into medical sales, especially for somebody who doesn't have sales experience. And this also comes from people who are in the industry because let's face it, med tech is becoming more uh, competitive again, especially now that software is moving in. Um, and so Jacob's going to share his best tips. And the reason why for those who are new to this show, um, oh man, look, we got an OG joining tonight. I got to call him out Eric Anderson. Thanks for doing this guys. Hey, Eric, our pleasure. For those of you who are not aware, Eric, uh, and, uh, my bearded brother, uh, Matthew Ray Scott, uh, started another program as well called the, uh, medical sales RX fantastic program with a mastermind. I highly recommend if you're not following them, you haven't checked it out. I highly recommend you do. So yeah. it's, it's awesome. You know, very happy to see somebody like Eric joining the stream. Welcome, Eric. Um, so the reason why I asked Jacob to do this for those who are new to him is because Jacob on the side, while he was working at Medtronic, um, was mentoring people and helping them get in the industry. And he, he's done this 
numerous times and I've seen it because I've been following him for years now, but he has a very specific formula and playbook as to what you can do to make your way into the, into the industry. And he's helped people from nurses to college students, etc. I have a few tricks up my sleeve, but I'm kind of like an apprentice to Jacob. So I'm going to let him do, do, do all the talking. Um, so let me bring up a banner, Jacob, let's start out with the first thing. What, what, what are the most important things that people need to know about getting into medical sales? That's not obvious. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Uh, and like you said, we get, we get asked this all the time, right? Like, what can I do to stand out? And the thing that I'm going to just say with you guys, a lot of the stuff I'm going to say to, to you tonight, you're going to be like, well, that makes sense. And the one thing I'll say is if it makes sense, you should just do it. But welcome to the world of 99% of people are just lazy. Um, so like how to get into medical device sales, right? It's you need to network. You need to reach out to people. Welcome to LinkedIn. Uh, you need to be reaching out, uh, trying to get on conversations, creating relationships, number one, and just being able to have people know who you are. Um, then going with that, like the thing I, I preach about, and I this is how I went from being a personal trainer to landing a job at the top company in the world, is you do the job to get the job. Especially if you don't have that sales experience or you don't have exactly what they're looking for you, they're going to tell you why you're not good enough to break in, why you're always going to not be successful. They're going to give you those objections. But if you can do the job to get the job, for example, networking, cold, no different than cold calling. If I can keep a track of who I'm talking to, when I talk to them, who they worked for, what their position was, if I can put notes from our conversation, when you tell me I don't know how to prospect, I can show that to you and say, I do know how to prospect. So again, just doing the job to get the job um, and, and just not being lazy. And again, I know we're going to dive deep into it tonight. Um, so I won't go all into it right now. But that's that's my biggest advice is if you can just not be lazy and just work harder than most people and do what you say you're going to do, you will be successful. Um, but most people will reach out to four people and they're like, four people didn't respond to me. I'll never break in. And I'm like, reach out to 400 and then we can talk. Hmm. You know what? I'm so happy that you started off like this is why you and I get along so well, because <laughs> there's, you know, I'll tell you what, everybody. Uh. Ain't no money in easy things anymore. It no. just, it, it just, sim that's just simple. And, and at the end of the day, you know, I completely agree because a lot of people, they just want something handed to them. And, and the, the people actually who, who suffer the most from this, and I'm going to call them out and I do this all the time. I'd say there's a lot of kids I know who are, you know, I've mentored, I helped come out of great schools, Berkeley, Stanford, Harvard, Yale, etc. Does not matter. It nope. doesn't that that stuff it just it just doesn't matter anymore because to get into medical device sales you're not only competing with people like you who come out of great schools and you're competing with people who have clinical experience like nurses you're competing with like for me ten years ago I was a former medical student that's yep. who you're competing with and so you have to have some kind of slight edge the slight edge isn't another stamp on your resume it's not some uh, fancy thing it's just like pure perseverance. And the ability to just not give up. It's just discipline. It's a numbers game. And if you can't do that, what makes you think you'll be successful in a medical sales role? Exactly. Trying to call on a surgeon, right? And just don't do sales at that point. Like that's my conversation. If you can't handle it getting yelled at or hit, uh, like where you're not making it right away, not having success right away, welcome to sales. I was just talking about this. I just had this on my podcast the other day. Everyone thinks sales is just home run after home run. No, it's like strikeout, 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 pop, fly to an out, pop, fly to an out. You got a single, bam, take that momentum, right? Like when we're talking baseball terms or sports terms, everyone thinks it's home runs and you're, you might get a couple home runs all year. 
you might get a couple. So like, can you continue to motivate and keep pushing through on those days? But to your point, I want to say this, because I say this all the time, you know, I came from a small school. Um, and, and, and if you guys don't know my story again, I, I just, can, I, came I want, I want to hear that story. I want to yeah. go into that story, please. Yeah. So like, like who I am and like who Jacob is, is like, so I was a former basketball player, played for a year at a small NAIA school sucked, uh, five, I'm only five ten. So again, not, I'm not that good. Everybody. Uh, so when I went out, I, I wasn't going to go pro or anything, decided to transfer, got my degree, went into strength and conditioning. Um, did some landscaping on the side. And then I decided I was moving out to Arizona. But the reason I'm going into that depth is when I moved out to Arizona, I had $1,200 to my name. That was it. I had $1,200 and I lived off about $50 a week for my first year. I, I made $24,000 my first year. I saved 12 grand. That 12 grand went to paying off my student loans, um, which if I would have waited a couple more years, I might well, have been okay, but we won't get into that today. Uh, but but I, the reason I'm saying that is like, I know what it's like to put back groceries. I know what it's like to grind a hundred hours a week and not be able to go out on a date because I just can't afford it. Right. And so that the reason I'm saying all that is I knew I might not had or might not have had everything that they were looking for, but I knew I could just, just work for it. And so I moved out there and everything I've done, I, I, when I moved out here to Arizona, I didn't have a job. I just went with my resume and started handing it out to gyms. That's how I got a job. And then I got with an awesome mentor who started teaching me about social media and teaching about training. And then, you know, two years into that, I had a lot of good people be like, Hey Jake, I think you'd be good at sales. You have a great degree. You're good, easy to talk to. I think you should look at medical device sales. And that's what took me down this journey of like, I looked and there wasn't that many resources out there. And I reached out to 3000 people in about five and a half months. I got on the phone with 180 of those people. I kept an Excel sheet, talked with those people. I ended up getting four job offers as a personal trainer with no sales experience. When I got told a thousand times, I would never break into this industry unless I had B2B. I took a job with the largest company in the world. I uh, came in as a full line sales rep. So I skipped the associate sales rep role. And then I took over the lowest performing territory in the nation. I took that lowest performing territory in the nation. I took it to the top 10. I finished number eight last year um, for Medtronic. And then with that, I just took a, a regional sales manager role with a startup called Innovis Medical. Um, if you guys don't know about us, you will, uh, there's some exciting stuff in the future for us. Um, but now I'm running the whole Western United States without, with under two years of experience in medical device sales. I beat out 500 people for my current role that I have. Um, most people and most startups don't take people with under five years experience. I have under two. Um, and the reason I'm just saying that to you guys, again, this is never a brag, but it's just to show you, I came from literally nothing. My sister lives off welfare. Like my family, I came from broke. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. And the reason I, I love what you just said about it doesn't matter where you come from, Omar, what, what uh, college. I know a lot of broke people who went to Harvard. I know a lot of people who went to Harvard and live with their mom and they're not amounting to anything. It's what are you doing with the talent you got and get at the end of the day, who cares how talented you are? You can just outwork anybody. And that's why, like I just tell people and you and I have had this conversation, two best things you can ever be in life, coachable and just outwork every single person. I don't don't feel like even to where I'm at now, I don't believe I earn or I deserve anything. I'll go back to a landscaping making $12 an hour if I have to, if that's what I had to do to put money or food on the uh, table for me. And so like I did, that's a long rant, but that's, that's who I am and that's my core. And that's why I say all this stuff because it's like, like you and I have talked about this, but it's like, I don't care who I go up against. I'm, I'm coming and we're, and I'm going to win. Exactly. And, and I love, I love that spirit. And, you know, the, the thing is, is that a lot of this advice <clears throat> you give, and it's, a, it's similar advice that I give 
it's simple, but it's not easy. I mean, look, you're, 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 if you don't follow Jacob on Instagram and he is in damn good shape, he's, he, he, he might, he almost parallels me in how good of a shape I am in. Cause I'm, if you can't tell, like I'm, I'm jacked one but, day, one day I'll be where you're at, <laughs> but no, but, but you know, it's just like getting in good shape. The, the advice is simple. Eat really healthy and work out. That, that's simple. It's not easy. And I'll tell you like, um, somebody who, uh, and, and I'm going to share my screen just for a moment because I just want to, I want, I want, especially the people who are sales associates, I want them to see this. Uh, there's a guy named Joe Canepa who I mentored. He ended up joining my program later on, but this happened before he was in my own program, right? He, you know, he just, I mentored him when he was in college and I just gave him the same simple advice as you. And again, not to knock on certain uh, sales colleges that help you get into med tech, uh, but he was wanting to go to that. I was like, you don't have to go there, man. Is just persistence and consistency, and you just gotta like grind it out. So he he he, it wasn't even that long. But after he graduated college, I think he he stuck to it for like a solid seven or eight months, which for me is not a long time. But when you're 21 years old, that's like by ratio of comparison, it just seems like forever. But but look look at him now, and I'm going to show his LinkedIn because I just I want people to see it. Okay. So let me share my screen for a second, okay? And this is literally what what J Jacob's going to go into doing. Uh, Jacob, can you see my screen? I can. Okay. So here's Joe, graduated from you know graduated from University of Hawaii, okay? And after seven months, gets into where Smith and Nephew. He's an associate for six months. Three months later, the guy becomes a sales rep, gets promoted, and then three months later. He's a territory manager. So within one year and three months, this guy goes from an associate sales rep to a territory manager at Smith and Nephew, which is a top orthopedic company. And, yep. and my point to showing sharing that and to highlight what Jake was saying is that a lot of it is just about your ability to be coachable, to take guidance, and just be extremely creative. Because look, many of you who are on this, you have zero, no one's gonna hire you for your experience. I came out of medical school and to be specific, a U.S. allopathic medical school, right? No offense to anybody who went offshore, but like I came from a U.S. medical school on scholarship. That meant nothing to these people. Yep. And so the only thing you got is your ability to shine your personality, your character, your values, and your coachability. And someone's going to be like, you know what? On paper, this guy is nothing but I can see some talent. If this guy, if I plug this guy in, if I plug this gal in, there'll be a star. That's what you have to bank on, right? And, and I just want to just say one thing to write there. I got told a thousand times my resume sucked, but yet I was in those interviews, right? Like the reason I'm saying that to you guys, to whoever's listening, it doesn't matter about your background because guess what? A lot of times my, my resume wasn't even getting submitted until I was in the final interview because they didn't care because they knew I was coming prepared. I had the energy. I was doing certain things that you just can't teach. And that's my advice. When you guys are asking, how do you get these top jobs? You're doing the stuff that people you just can't teach. You can't teach to be responsible. You can't teach, you know, are you going to be a hard worker? Are you going to show up? Are you going to, can you get punched in the face three times and get up four and with a smile on your face? That's the stuff you can't teach because that's like, I, everyone knows me who listens to my podcast. I don't sugarcoat anything. And I'm like, majority of people who reach out to me are spoiled brats who think they deserve the world. And I'm like, exactly. you, you don't deserve crap. Like you, the, the most, the amount of times I've been like, I have a four year degree. I'm not going to take anything else. Mother, like, who are you? 
you paid 40 grand to go get a worthless degree. Like that's not, that's not a thing for you. That means you could have gone and worked landscaping and probably gone, got more work ethic from there. Right. And so we come from a place of so deserving. And let me just tell you guys to whoever's listening, because a lot of people will be like, I don't like this guy. He's a douche now. But I say this to everybody who thinks you're so deserving. That is why you don't get jobs because exactly. you think you're better than you're, you're actually are. And, you, it, and like Omar said, you could be a medical student. They don't care. They don't. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and, and just let me, let me contrast that. So I'll give you, uh, and actually, uh, let me see, uh, Mobilaji Olupono uh, says, tell me how, okay, we're going to tell you, we're very specific because I looked at, uh, Mobilaji, I looked at your profile. So I'm going to, I'm going to use you as an example. If you don't want me to say, please just comment, but uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to share you, I'm going to share, use you as an example, but to Jacob's, to Jacob's point, um, I'll give you an example, which was, uh, two years ago in my, in one of the, uh, device companies I was at, it was Petro, it was a predictive health company. I was the head of growth there. Okay. I was going, to, going to hire a growth marketing manager. Okay. And I almost did. And then, you know, I ended up leaving Petrero. but at the time, here's the candidates who applied, who I turned away. Um, there are two, two, two people who were came, came out of Stanford business school, turned them away. There's another guy who had worked. I think I'd worked at Google or Facebook. I just wasn't impressed. And it was because I could just tell they had, they did not have that hunger. They were not coachable. I like, I could just tell in the interview, it like, I didn't care about their resume. It just when I talked to them, like, they're not going to do anything. There was one guy named Henry Peck. Okay. Some of you may have heard of him. Henry, Henry, uh, who's, who's somebody I mentor in, and, and he mentors me, you know, all the people I mentor that I learned from them just as much. Uh, Henry, was an engineer at Johnson and Johnson. He's an engineer. He wasn't even a marketer reached out, applied. And I said, Hey man, I don't like you have no background or experiences, but I felt bad. So I gave him some homework to do. I was like, look, read these books, go through this course. He did that within like three weeks. I was astounded. And I had my marketing agency partner. I'm like, can you interview this guy? Cause maybe it's just me. And I really want this to be true. Interviews guy. He's like, no, like aside from the fact he's never done these things, like he understands it, he gets it. I almost hired Henry. So what happened to Henry? Henry went on to be at a uh, precision neurology company after being an engineer, right? And started, I guess, as a marketing manager um, and then very quickly became director of marketing. Now he's director of partnerships and marketing. This happened within, I think, two, barely two years, uh, dealing big enterprise deals. If you want to look him up, look up Henry Peck. And my point of this is discipline, motivation, right? Discipline and motivation. That's it. Um, Jacob, now let's talk, let's, let's talk, let's give Mobilaji some very specific, yeah. uh, guidance. So here would you it go. Be get, get your guys would it be help? Book out. Should I, should I pull this guy's, uh, LinkedIn profile up that, that way we have some context and give some like actionable advice. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I can, I hundred percent. Yeah. You can pull them up and I can just like give a little background on the LinkedIn. Let's, um, let's, like let's, let's, let's take a look. Let's take a look at that. And I'm going to provide some color commentary and then I'm going to let you like, just take it from there. If that's, I'm going to set it up. Okay. I'm setting it up. Jacob's okay. going to dunk it. All right. Is that fine? Okay. All good. So, uh, Mobilaji, let me find you here. I wasn't planning on doing this, but for those who are watching, Mobilaji is probably not going to be the only person we do this with, uh, mobile. Because, because let me let me let me find him and then yeah sorry jacob you, you 
you start talking. Let me find him real quick. Yeah, well, and then this, this is what I was just going to say to everybody, you know, like, because we'll, I put people on the spot. I just got asked to be in a coaching call last week, and that was my whole thing is asking interview questions, right? Because most people think that have, like, we're here to help, right? And not to be mean or anything. It's just like, I tell people, I'm never here to, I, I'm never mean. I'm like, I'm here to just be, I'm here to get you hired, right? And that's how I've got over 500 people at this point hired. So, how to get into medical device sales. So, write this down. And again, what I'm going to say to you guys, you're going to be like, this makes perfect sense, but like, I already knew that, but you're not doing it. That's, that's the problem. So number one, networking, you need to be reaching out. Now, when I say networking, the, my biggest pet peeve is somebody will be like, I reached out to seven people. If you ever reach out to me and you said you reached out to under 20 people, I will bite your head off because I talk about it on my podcast. I reached out to 3000. So think about that before you ever reach out to me and be like, yeah, a spreadsheet. Can you talk about that process? That's an important thing that sales is a process. Talk about your process. process. Yeah. Yeah, Walk us through that. So, so we're talking about how to get to the top medical device sales companies, right? Well, look them up. Medtronic, Stryker, Johnson, Johnson, Smith and nephew. Guess what you can do. You can literally go to Johnson and Johnson. You can look at sales. You can look at in the specific area you're at. So for me, I can put Phoenix and I can get every single person that works for Johnson and Johnson in sales. And guess what I can do? I can add every single one of those human beings. Now, let's just say I want to work for J&J. That's great. But maybe they're not only in Phoenix and I can re- go anywhere. Now you can go through the whole United States and add every single person. What I used to do is I would wake up at 5 a.m. or 4 a.m., depending on what my schedule was, and I would spend an hour of just adding every single human being that I could until LinkedIn told me I was spam. Now LinkedIn is a little more strict. You probably have to get premium to do a lot of that stuff. But then what would happen is then every evening when I before I would go to bed, like seven or eight o'clock, I would have a message. I would kind of look at who I'm sending it to, see if I had any connections that I could be like, hey, you're from Iowa. I'm originally from Iowa. You know the Midwest, you're cold, right? Making that actual personal connection. And then I would copy and paste and I would shoot out a message. And I'd probably shoot anywhere from 50 to 100 messages a night to where it told me I was spam. And on every single person I'm sending a message, I'm adding more people that give me the suggested because they probably know those people. And that's what I did. And so then every single person who responded to me, like I said, I had that Excel sheet and then I would put who they are. And I and the Excel sheet was like name, position, company, date, and then uh, notes about, and the notes could be, has been in for seven years, has three kids. Because guess what? Next time I text him, I could be like, hey, hope the family's doing great. It's small little things that could help you stand out. Or next time I get on a phone call, hey, how's the kids doing? It's those little things that will help you stand out. But that's the process of, hey, that's how I'm going to add as many people. Now, this is the thing I will say. Most people will be like, I'm going to go Medtronic, right? I worked at Medtronic and I've heard this. I'm only going Medtronic. Well, that's great. But guess what? Beggars can't be choosers, right? You should probably be looking at Medtronic, Johnson, Johnson, Stryker, Smith & Nephew. If you want to get in all these, yes, there's going to be different divisions. But you need to narrow down the idea and more of the division is where you need to look at because that's going to determine your lifestyle. But then you got to be reaching out to these people, keeping Excel sheets. Now, that's only the first part when you're getting on the calls and networking. Then once you actually get on those and they respond back to you, and the one thing I just forgot to say, and I need to say this, when you send that message, please, please, please include your phone number. Because if you include your phone number, I can look at my phone, I can press it and I can call seconds I'm driving where I'm walking. But if you send a message as a rep, and again, I'm not saying like me selfishly, just to to the person as a rep and you just ask for them and they say, yes, of course. Now you just made me do work waiting to from your response and you're asking for my help. And now I have to wait on you to get an answer 
to then get your number then to call you, right? It, me and Omar talk about this all the time. I don't go to a surgeon and be like, hey, hey doc, would you like to use this for some surgeries and, and trial us? And the doc's like, yeah, that, that sounds great. And be like, sounds good. See you. No, I'm actually being like, hey, do you want me to go talk to your surgery schedule? And I go get next three cases in your, uh, your schedule all put with us. Is that okay with you? Oh yeah, that just made my life so much easier. Cool, right? Doing the job to get the job. So put your phone number in there. Once you guys do that, then it's getting on those phone calls. Now, me and Omar, I've talked about this a lot. You better come prepared. The most disrespectful thing you can ever do is call somebody, not know who they are, who they work for, what their experience is, not have any questions prepared. Because for example, myself, as I'm with a brand new company, I run a company, I run several companies. I, if I give you time, I'm, there's times I'm like, I got seven minutes I'm, and I'm here to help. They call me and they like, yeah, dude, what's up? I'm like, hey, I got to go. Sorry. I don't got time for that because you didn't come prepared to not being professional. You got to be like, hey, Jake, it's great to meet you. I'm excited. Hey, I know your time's super busy. A, B, and C. Know what you want because you're going to know different when I go to a surgeon. Sometimes a surgeon's going to give me 20 minutes. Sometimes a surgeon literally will say, I have 15 seconds. What do you need? Right? And so you're going to feel it out as you get on the phone call with that human being. But you got to come prepared. I just had three people on my podcast in the last three weeks. And they've all said the same thing. And one of my guys was a big wig at Medtronic, has been in for over 11 years. And that was his number one thing. He's like, I don't owe you anything. I don't need to help you. And if you call me and you don't know anything about me, and then you just ask for a job, he's like, I will end the phone call right there and I'm done, right? This is where I'm saying, don't come expecting, just come to learn. When you're coming with those questions, learn about the division, learn about that person, create relationships. That's gonna get your foot in the door. The reason I went into so much detail for you guys on that is because guess what? If you ask to send me your resume, I'm gonna say no, I don't care. Because guess what? If I like you, if I'm the rep and I like you, guess what I'm going to ask for? Your resume, because I want to help you. But if you're shoving it down my face, no, I don't want to help you because I don't know if you're good. I don't know if you suck. I don't know if you're amazing, but I just don't know you well enough. We just did a six minute phone call or 12 minute phone call. So again, it's creating that rapport, doing that follow-up message right afterwards. Touch points, no different than when I'm in with the field, but make sure, hey, just talk to one of your colleagues. They spoke very highly of you. Hope you're doing great. Two weeks later, hey, just touching base, right? There's a way to follow up and not be annoying. And that's what I got a lot of feedback with what I did. I reached out to a lot of people and I followed up, but there's a way of coming off annoying and just be like, hey, you haven't answered back to me and all that good stuff. So again, that's where you can be really actionable. And the reason I went into so much detail, what I just told you, if you do exactly what I just said, you will get interviews. Now, the thing is, this is what nobody understands when you talk about it. The medical device sales industry is like no other process. You don't know the difference between interview one and interview three. And there's a big difference, what they're going to expect, what the questions are. And then that's where we can dive deeper in as we go. But if we're just talking about how you're going to get interviews with these big companies, you're welcome. I just gave you the, the cheat sheet. And and I, and I love it. And I'm so happy you walked walked us through that. And again, the main the main point that that I want to uh, main point I want to point out, which the advice you're giving, it's simple, but it's not easy. Like it's not easy to send out that many messages. It's it's all reps. It's it's a it's a game of numbers. And again, here's here's I'm a big believer that. Um, so this is going to sound crazy, but if if you follow me and you read my stuff, you know what I mean. I think goals are for losers. And here's the reason why goals are good for directionality, but you don't know whether that goal is the best thing or not. So here's a goal. I'm sure many people here are like that. 
goal one or, or, or goal, I want to work for striker. That's fine. But if that's the, if that's all you focus on, everything you're going to be doing is focused on just getting there to be like striker versus if you have a system where it's like, which is what Jacob's talking about. You have a system, which is like, yeah, maybe I want to get to striker, but what would make me an attractive candidate to any company? Then you deploy system at a much wider scale. You probably get interviewed striker, but then because of that system, you build a skill stack that allows you to leverage into a company and you probably find a better company that pays you more money. So that was me many, many years, 10 years ago when I came out of medical school, I was trying so hard. I wanted to work for Stryker, right? Cause that was the company that I knew about. They, you know, actually got hired and then they took away my offer in a week. It was really screwed up, but that's a, that's another story. But guess what happened? Because I deployed yeah, a-, a system. I ended up in a much better uh, position because instead of going and selling implants at Stryker, no offense, there's nothing wrong with that. I ended up at the world's first surgical robotics company pre-IPO. That made my career, you know, when we got acquired, that helped me buy my first house, right? So that that's that's what Jacob's really talking about. It's not going to happen if you just go to four or five. You have to deploy a system at scale and it's like it, discipline over time, man. Yep, 100%. The reason I want to just touch on that, you're so, so right. And the, the reason we're saying that is, Everybody tells me I want to go work at Stryker and orthopedics. And I'm like, why? They're like, that's all I know. That's the problem is that that's all you know. But like I, I said this on my podcast the other day, you might think you want to do implants and, and that's great. If you want to do ortho and you want to work for that company, that's awesome. But you don't know that you could be working in a company that you probably work under 25, 30 hours and make it 300 grand. And they're like, what? Yeah. Instead, you're going to go work ortho and you're going to work 80 hours and make the, I just talked to an associate working in joints doing hundred hour weeks, made 45 grand this last year. You could have gone and worked at Chipotle and made more, right? Yeah. And had a better, had a better, had a better, uh, uh, like life like, at least, you know? Yeah. yeah and the, and the reason again, uh, Jacob went into detail of like, yes, you can so, still get into it. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you, Jacob. I was going to say you cut out just a little bit. I was going to say, if you have any extra tabs open in Chrome, I would close, uh, close those out and close out like any extra apps. We can hear you fine. There's just a couple times like you went, you went like robot voice. Yeah, let me do that real quick. No, no, all good. Um, and actually, uh, you know, let me. I'm gonna share my screens because Mobilagi, I uh, was like, yeah, you know, you can use me Let's as an example. So we're gonna use Mobilagi as an example. By the way, for those who are watching, if you want us to go and check out your LinkedIn profile, kind of like that way we get your history and background and give some advice. Just, you know, I don't know. Just drop in the comments, say, hey, do do me next, and we'll we'll, Happy we'll to do pull it. you. Yeah. So let's, I took a look at Mobilaji. So we got a, uh, let's see, Elias, uh, great talk so far. Join late. We'll have to re-listen. No, dude, I'm kicking you out. If you can't join late, no, I'm joking. We're happy you're here. Hey, better, better late than, uh, than never. Right. All right. Let's, uh, let's share the screen. So Mobilaji and, and the good news is Mobilaji, like you're actually in a much better position, you know, than a lot of people. Okay. So I'm going to just do a quick glance over of the, of the LinkedIn profile. So nice, nice photo. I'd get rid of this ban- banner, by the way, you can put something else. All right. So went to medical sales college. So you got some, you know, clinical, a little bit of clinical experience there and everything. Cool. All right. The about section, we'll comment on that in a little bit. Okay. Formerly you were a realtor, graduated from UTSA, bachelor's degree in kinesiology and athletic medicine. Okay. All right. So I have some uh, thoughts on the LinkedIn side, but Jacob, kind of take it away. Like what is somebody like Mobilaji, you know, only clinical experience so far as like went to medical sales college, does have a kinesiology degree, um, but only experience work-wise is a realtor at, at Keller Williams. 
hundred percent. So I can just say this for so much experience. You're and and the reason I'm saying this, don't like don't get mad at me. This is just what the end thinks, right? The industry is gonna say being a realtor is not B2B sales experience. They're not gonna count that as sales experience. There was the same thing as personal training. I got told it didn't count as sales experience. Um, even though you are selling, even like selling personal training is the literally the hardest thing because I'm making these people do all the work, have to get the results and come back and pay me so I can pay my bills compared to the person selling a copier was already good at coming by the copier. Um, but again, that's a rant for a different day. But the reason I'm saying that is they're going to still say you don't have sales experience, right? And so you're going to still have to overcome that objective of where do you have sales experience? Now, the one thing I will say, nothing to medical sales college. I, again, for some people it works and I, and I hope it is for you as well. Most people will lean on that. Um, if you guys haven't learned by now, there's a lot of people in medical or in medical device sales that don't really care about medical sales college. They actually look that I know I just being fully transparent. I know managers in the top companies that will not interview people from medical sales college because there's been a stigma I, in the past. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Say it, say it, Jacob. There's a reason why there's a reason. Why. Yeah. And, and the reason why is because a lot, it's no different than college where people think they can pay money. They can be lazy and they can get a job. And the reason I'm exactly. saying that is I've literally had people on my podcast that are um, distributors. A girl just hired somebody a month ago from medical sales college. The girl spent $20,000 to go and be in this career. And she lasted three weeks and then she quit. Mm -hmm. Right. And that, again, I'm not saying that's everybody from medical sales college, but that's what I'm just trying to get to you guys. They, they sell this. I just talked to a person that they got sold that you don't need a four-year degree. You just take medical sales college, which is an eight to 12 week course. And that replaces that. And I'm like, does that sound a little too good to be true? Because if it is, I'd be right. So the mm -hmm. only reason I'm going into that much detail is I know people who went to medical sales college that got hired in this industry and the people who hired them never once brought up that they went to medical sales college. Because at the end of the day, if you're an ortho, guess what? If you go to ENT, nobody cares that you know the hip because you're an ENT, mm -hmm. right? So I just, I want to go into detail for people about that. Yeah. And I, I want to, I do want to make a comment. So Mobilaji, you know, you already went to medical sales college. It's not a bad thing. That's, I, that's, that's the thing I want to make sure that, that you understand. It's the fact that there's a stigma, right? But this is actually to your advantage. Okay. And, and I, and I want to uh, piggyback off Jacob and share how, so if there's a stigma that some, yep. most people coming out of medical sales college have this entitlement of like, Hey, you should hire me because I went to, to this, to the school, right? Here's the simple thing that you do. Look, you know, first of all, let me give you some feedback on your on profile. Good profile photo. I'll just change this banner. It could be something else. It's just hard to tell what that is. Get rid of this thing. Medical sales, college graduate. Put something else in there, you know, and the headline you should focus on is specifically who you're trying to help, right? So right now you're trying to get into the industry. You can put just, you know, something like passionate about helping, you know, surgeons deliver great care to, to, to patients, something like that. Go look at my profile uh, as an example. Look at others, right? The other thing is, your about section. This is not Mobilaji. I know for a fact this is not you. Recent medical sales college graduate. Like, look, when I look at your profile, look, you went, you went to UTSA. You got a degree in kinesiology. Why did you do that, right? You know, I'm not sure where you grew, grew up, right? But there's there's a story there as well. And so, yes. look, as as co for contrast, just just so people are very clear, like what does that look like? Okay. This is what that would that what that should look like, okay? If you go to my profile, okay, and I've been I've been in the game for over, a little over a decade now. If you read my about section, what is it about? And this is it's been like this since 2015, and I leverage this. 
I tell my story. Where did I grow up? What what character and quality and values do I have? Why are those important to me? You know, discipline, honor, hard work were ingrained in me by my parents. Went to medical school, started off carrying the bag, right? Before, before I was in med tech, I talked about how in college, I worked my way through college. I had a sales and marketing job at the Princeton Review. I made it the top program in Texas, right? I told a story because essentially this page is a product page. You are the product. So if someone clicks and lands on this page, they're invested. So when they scroll down, what are they going to read about you? The key is how do you persuade someone before they even get on the phone with you that you are a great candidate to the point where this section right here, Mobilaji, when they read this, they're like, I should talk to this guy. They don't even care to go look at your experience. Now, last thing I'm going to touch on is how do you get people here? Mobilaji, you already started doing it, but it's only halfway. Your activity, look, you, you, you know, if you go past the comments, like, Guide, guide is in in our in our program as well, which is funny. So Just you talked to her a couple minutes ago. She's awesome. Um, so look, you've liked different posts. Look, you're you're doing the right thing. Look, um, uh, somebody at the you liked their post, right? So that's that's a good way to start. Okay, but guess guess what you should do more. Think of it like this. Okay, so this person posted on you. Sixty eight people liked it. There's twenty two comments. Let me guess what the twenty two comments are. Congratulations, congratulations. Find ways to comment on people's posts so that you're the most relevant. Yeah, and stand out, right? Because then if you do that, they're going to come inbound to your uh, to your profile. So start commenting on more posts, not just uh, medical salespeople. Go connect with a bunch of surgeons. Comment on their posts. Just look at their look at their posts and read what they're writing. That way you're learning the language of medicine and then start engaging them. Because guess what's going to happen? Some hiring manager is going to see and be like, this guy's actually engaging surgeons that we're trying to sell to. Yep. Guess what? That's a, that's an edge. And then on your posts, the last time you posted, like, look, you got 75 people who liked this post, but it was a month ago. I want you to post every week. This is what I want you to do, Mobilize. You went to medical sales college. Anybody who's in um, orthopedic, this is what you're going to do. You're going you're gonna to go to this uh, website called Becker's Healthcare. Okay? Becker's is a big publication. You're going to subscribe to this website. Okay, they have orthopedic, they have all this stuff. And as information comes to you, you're going to start reading and learning. If you learn it, if you see something that's interesting, right, post it. Just get in the habit of posting. You got to get over that fear. And look, just as an example, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it back to, uh, to Jacob right now. Joe Canepa, remember, he's the guy who out of college got into Smith & Nephew within one year, twice promoted. Now he's a territory manager. What was he posting? And I told him this uh, at the beginning. He listened. I was like, Joe, you're a student right now. It's okay. Post the journey. Just post post exactly. pictures of books. Yeah. Look, he's just posting pictures of books, what he's learning, right? He did a few like videos, right? This was really hard for him because it was, he, he was putting himself out there, right? Posted more picture pictures. Look, and look, these posts, they're getting like two likes, one like. And I told him, I said, doesn't matter how many likes they're getting. Keep connecting with more people. They're going to keep seeing this. They're going to see your face. They're going to see your, your character. And guess what? Somebody took a chance on him and it worked out, right? Yep. And, Jacob, and I wanna, let, me, let me bring it back to you. Yeah, and I, and I want to just touch on that real quick. The reason why doing those talking ones are so good, guess what? They're going to see how you would do an in-service. They're going to see how you're talking to a service. Ah, great, even, exactly. Before they even met you, right? That was that was the uh, why I started doing personal training videos. Before I broke in, my buddy was like, hey, 
do squat, talk about doing that squat. That's what you know, but you're learning. The, also, the other thing, posting about, hey, what you're learning, reading, it shows that you're a go-getter, that you're continuing to better yourself, right? We don't want people that are stagnant. Now, I want to go back. I don't want you guys to think that I'm like saying medical sales college is worthless and all that, right? Yeah, just, neither of us are saying that. What no. we're saying is worthless is when you get that stamp and say, hey, I'm done. Give me yep. a job. Because, That's the problem. Because we're talking about if you want to stand out, everybody has that you're a recent graduate from medical sales college. Everybody says they're open to work. I see it all the time, right? But what are you doing to separate yourself? Now, like we were talking about, you you have a four-year degree in athletic training. What made you want to go that? You already know anatomy. You already know the body. What made you want to go down that route? And, th and like I talked with Jay Pendleton, if you guys don't know who that is, he used to work for Medtronic, a, a name in the space. And like Jay, he was on my podcast one time and he all, we all talked about what's going to help you stand out is your story. His story was he took a year off and went traveling and he was known as the backpack guy. You know, I'm known as the personal trainer who reached out to 3000 people. What are you guys doing? That's going to separate yourself in the pack. So again, you had that background, but what I'm, I'm saying to you is don't rely on medical sales college. Don't rely on that to be the reason you're breaking in. And I say this in my course all the time. What are you doing? Right. And I say this all the time, screw your background, screw your previous, what you've done. Who are you? When somebody's going to hire you, who are they getting? That was the conversation with my current company. They said, why should we hire you? And I looked at them, waited for a half a second. I smiled and I said, because you're never getting another Jacob McLaughlin. You're never going to get somebody who's going to work as hard as I am. You're never going to get somebody who's mm -hmm. going to build the relationships that I will. You're not going to get somebody who will get punched in the face 10 times, get up 11 with a smile on it and keep coming back because I've already been down and you can't keep me down. I'm going to keep growing. And so the reason mm -hmm. I'm saying that, you guys, your background is going to help you, but you are special. Each and every single one of you bring something to this team, to this division, to this company that's going to make the difference. And that's what you have to go on. Yes, we all have weaknesses. We're going to get objections. Welcome to life. And that is medical sales, medical device sales. They're going to tell you what you're not good at. Okay. And you can, you can look at it as a weakness every time they said, Jake, you don't have sales experience. I said, yeah, yeah. And they're like, we think that's going to hold you back. And I said, hey, no, I totally understand. And I see, I know you think it's a weakness. Here's why I think it's a strength. And then I would tell them why I think it's a strength. Gary V says this all the time and I love it. We all have weaknesses. So everybody else does. Some people, everybody sucks at something, but guess what? There's probably a couple of things you're really dang good at. Why not focus on that and know that you can be coachable and you can learn? So again, that's a whole long story of saying, you have athletic training. There's probably stuff in your background. You've probably had some tough things that you've bounced back from and you've shown that you can be successful. You might not have the B2B sales experience that they're doing. Every single day, you sell yourself to your friends, to your people. You had to sell yourself to get into medical sales college. You had to sell yourself to be where you're at now. And you just need those examples to be able to talk about doing the job to get the job. It doesn't have to be in it because again, I didn't have the normal stuff, but what are you doing to separate yourself between everybody else? And if you can tell that story while being the hardest worker and doing more work and being more responsible than every other person, I can promise you that you will stand out in this process. Absolutely. Ab absolutely. And, and just, just to kind of, uh, I want to, cause I want to give some, uh, I want us to just give as much free stuff as possible. Let me give you the, especially yeah. those who are, who are medical. So we have somebody who wants us to do their profile as well. So, uh, Natalie Kieser, you're up next. We're going to do Natalie Kieser next. Um, so here's, here's the million dollar advice. Okay. For the, uh, uh, the healthcare experience, like selling to a surgeon, my, when I, when I finished my time at Missouri robotics, remember I was a U.S. marketing manager for a public company, robotic company. And I was like, man, I should, I should have no problem getting a job now. I'm not going to struggle. 
I struggled for months. I was, I remember I had to sell Mazor stock at the time to just pay my rent. Well, actually I, I had a house at the time. So just to pay my mortgage. Right. And so what I realized is that every time I talk to recruiting and the people who are on this, I know I'm going to say something that everyone you are dealing with the recruiters, it's having a headhunter or recruiter. It's the most important relationship you'll have in your career. And you need one or two good ones to get to those one or two good ones. You're going to go through 99 garbage ones. That, like when I say garbage, I mean, I don't know how to say morons, stupid. They don't know anything about this industry. They're just more. And all they do is it like, like monkeys. They'll look at the, the resume. They're like, Oh, you don't have an experience. They don't look at you. So what I realized back in 2015 was that I'm done going through the middle middleman. I'm going to go straight to the market. So I started posting more on LinkedIn. I started writing articles. I was like, I'm going to demonstrate how talented I am. Now, here's the million dollar piece of advice for you guys. Okay. On LinkedIn, guess what? The hiring manager is spending more time on here, mainly because of my program and because of my content, because they're realizing this is the way to sell, right? But you want you can go look up a hashtag, like let's say hashtag orthopedic surgery. Look, Moby Parsons. This guy's a big name. Okay. Let me scroll down. And again, this guy's a surgeon. Look, even surgeons, they're posting, you know, certain photos, they're posting pictures, right? But let's let's look at this. Here we go. Here is a total knee. There's 52 likes based on the algorithm the, and the math I can do in my head, probably close to three or 4,000 people have seen this post. Yep. How many comments are there? 12. How much you want to bet they're all surgeons? Look at this. Doctor, doctor, let's see. Star orthopedics. I know this person. That's a doctor. Director of marketing. Okay, wow. So it's all physicians. Do you see any reps here? No. So guess, so guess what, when you go on a post like this, so for example, another post, like, look at this. Oh, this was 106 comments. You killed it with that one. And even so, look, there's, there's, it's mainly surgeons. So if you go and all, here's all you guys got to do. Read the post, spawn the wild. I don't see many of these in my neck of the woods, right? Seems like a popularity of these have waned. Anyone still out here a fan? So it's like, what is he talking about? So go look at the picture and then go to the comments section right? Don't leave crap comments like this. Sorry, Jessica, no offense. Um, see like this guy's a sales salesperson. He probably listens to my show. Look, so he, he, he left a good comment here, but go down and you'll start reading. Look, these surgeons start talking about, it. you're now you're now learning about the procedure. All you got to do is, is read some of these posts from these surgeons, then come up and just make an observation. Now type in, type in his name, tag him, ask a question. And he's going to respond. And let's see, he doesn't respond. These three little dots go here, click copy link to comment, send him a message and say, Hey, Dr. Parsons, I hope you don't mind. I love the post you made. I had a comment with a question on there. Can you reply to me? Cause I want the doctors who I'm connected with to, to hear from you. And guess what happens? You just need one surgeon to reply back to you. And every sales manager, every, every VP who's following that person is going to see this and be like, who the hell is that person that Dr. Parsons is commenting back and forth with? Yep. It's all you got to do, my friends. And it's showing you're not afraid to get after it. It's not afraid that you're not afraid to go talk to surgeons, that you're not afraid. And again, you might get rejected. Welcome to med like I say this all the time. Welcome to medical device sales. I don't go talk to 10 surgeons and 10 surgeons are like, Jacob, thank God. And let's hang out and let's let yeah. me use your product. No, that and, doesn't happen at all. 
And you know, and and this is a big thing about sales because a lot of people they see med device sales, they see SaaS sales, like all these things. And you make you make really good money. The more the bigger the contract value, the longer the sales cycle. The more discipline it requires. Like you want to sell capital equipment, like I did. Like let's say uh, selling surgical robotic equipment, that's a at minimum nine to twelve month sales cycle. What do you think that life is like? How much discipline, follow up? You're dealing with hospital value analysis committee, all these things. Eric Anderson's on here. He knows what I'm talking about. All right, let's get to Natalie Keyser. You want to do Natalie Keyser next? Yep. Yep. All right, sure. Let's get it again. We're here to help as many people. And again, if you guys have specific questions, we're here. Like if you're like you haven't answered what I want. Give me some questions. I'm here to, again, help as much as I can. Yeah, exactly. Now we got it. We got a bunch of uh, the moment I, I mentioned, we got a bunch of comments. So we'll try and get to as many people as we can. But all right, let me share my screen. All right, Natalie Keys, you're next. All right, Natalie, here we go. So first thing I'm going to do. All right. So Natalie, let's take a look. So medical sales college student. Okay. So this is. This is a, a pretty good headline. Don't lead with this. Don't say you're a student. Get that out of there. Right? It's okay. Again, it's okay. Say you went to medical sales. That's not my issue. My issue is lead with something else. Right? So look, uh, I'm looking for a job that would help me gain knowledge. Get rid of that crap. You know why? I just, gonna, I, I just have to touch on that because that's J my Jacob, biggest. Do, Jacob, Jacob, do this it. Is, yeah, please, Jacob. This is my biggest Natalie, pet peeve. Natalie, do this out of love. We're doing this out of love. We want to help you. Go ahead, Jacob. Yeah, 100%. And like, again, these are not comments to be mean, but this is my biggest pet peeve. I'm looking for a job. So is every other freaking human on this earth, right? Like that's, I literally have gotten five messages in the last two days. Hey, do you know of any jobs? Guess what? Yeah, I probably do. And I'm not going to give them to you because I don't know you, right? The reason I'm saying that and I'm go I get so heated on it is because Going back to the entitlement, I'm not saying you're entitled, but what that comment comes out as entitled is I'm looking for it. So who's going to just give me a job? Nobody. You better be going and working your butt off. So somebody's like, man, Natalie's just the girl. We want her. Let's get it. But don't, don't, don't be leading of like, I need some help. Yeah. And you know, and, and you have a good about like started. Cause like, look, you're, you're already talking about like your strengths and everything. I love that. Write a story. And look, Natalie, you got a great story, by the way. Just, just remember, I know I'm a lot of people. I mean, I do a lot of sales stuff. I'm a marketing guy. Look, yeah. Natalie, look at this background. Okay, let's let's go down here. Okay, uh, Bachelor of Science, uh, Health Services. I just gotta say, Grand Valley State. I gotta give a. I get hit up by Grand Valley State. They are in the med device world. I've gotten about five people hired from Grand Valley State. Really? They, they I gotta check it. them out. They love I, it, man. They're in Michigan. They're. I've been there. I went. My cousins are from there. And again, Natalie. That was not like an attack towards you of like your stuff sucks. No, it's good. I'm just saying like that. I'm putting that out for everybody when people are just like, hey, I want like yeah. that stuff. So again, and don't take that personal at all. No, no. And and Jacob, I'm glad you mentioned this because this is a sales concept. Again, the best salespeople, what I've realized, again, cliche saying, is that when you start focusing on who you're selling to and helping them and solve their problems and you show you, you care about their problems, that's when people, you get the business, including... How do you sell the product of Natalie Kieser to a hiring manager where you show you're deeply interested in solving their problem, right? Yep. And look, look at your story. Gymnastics instructor, okay? You were a sales specialist. You worked for title boxing, right? So you did a lot of athletics in your life. You worked with kids. Then you were a nurse technician, adult. You were a critical care nursing tech. That's a hard job. Where the hell is that, that story here? That is a million times. Like, I, I just want to say this to you right now, Natalie. After this, reach out to me. I know I can get you hired. 
I know, like with your, like with just seeing that background, bro. I you know you're gonna get blown up now since he said that. You're gonna get a well, lot of messages. Well, I was like, I know I can get you hired so fast because for the fact of this, that was my background. I did youth fitness, right? If you can teach a kid, if you can sell to a. Kid. I just talked to one of the top people at Medtronic today, literally one of the top, and she's talking about if you can have a seven year old not throw a tantrum and I can barter with them. You think I can't barter a million dollar contract? right? Like the kids are the way harder stuff. So again, you have an awesome background. And I'm telling you with your nurse tech, because the clinical you've done sales, you sell yourself every time doing the training. I can all day, I can help you with that. But the conversation I'm telling you is that is so important. And that is your story. Take everything else away. You have so much to offer and your experience has you so set up, make sure to highlight that you've dealt with kids. That's not easy. And guess what? Working with nurses, it's a lot like dealing with children who throw fits and they get all mad at you for no reason. Right. But like, that's a joke, but like, it's the truth. And with it said though, is like, you have such a great background. You just need to be able, they're going to give you objections. You don't have B2B sales experience. Welcome to life. I can answer that question all day. So you have an awesome background. I just want to state that. And I know I can get, so reach out to me. We can get on a call um, because you have a great background to to get into this industry. Just highlight that story even more. Yeah. And Natalie, <clears throat> I was going to say, I mean, you're getting some pretty decent engagement on your posts. Go back and look who liked the post and add them. Right. And again, th- this is, this is the key. This is the million, this is the a million dollar marketing lesson where you try to, whether you're trying to market yourself for a job or even me, I work with CEOs and market their companies to fundraise. Right. The whole key is in order to persuade, remember this, I'm going to say this very slowly. Jacob's going to laugh because he's heard me say this so many times. In order to persuade, you have to get attention. If you're giving out suitcases of million dollars, you're not going to be able to do it unless you get attention. That doesn't mean go out and do something stupid to get attention, but a lot of it's just consistency. So every day, your question to yourself is, okay, I'm going to wake up, brush my teeth, pray to God or whoever you want to pray to, and then I'm going to open my phone. I'm going to add 30, 40, 50 people from the med device industry to my network. I'm going to add some surgeons. Cause I don't know what I'll be working in. Let the newsfeed populate. And then you're going to say to yourself, what kind of comments can I leave on certain posts today? That's going to make someone say, man, that was actually a really good comment. What can I post today? Right. And don't put so much thought into it. You know, just, just do it. Right. Because then the activity of you constantly popping up, I mean, look, here's, here's million dollar advice that I'll be honest. It's a little bit self-serving, but if it's good, I'll boost it. My content and Jacob's is viewed and followed by thousands of people, a lot of people who are CEOs and VPs and hiring managers in the industry, man, go get that free real estate on my post, leave a comment and you get that most relevant, uh, um, uh, comment box. That's free advertising. That's going to be circulating around for, for weeks. You know, people are going to see it. And, and to your point though, I will say this, I say it to everybody. Um, cause my, my last mentor who, uh, he does some stuff, uh, he's in the fitness world, but his conversation is yes, you need to do activity and yes, it, it you can go. But the one thing is, is, is it helping get you where you want to go? For example, the one thing I would just say this is like, he was in the fitness world and I, I worked for him and he's like, I swear to God, if you post a selfie of you shirtless in my gym, you're fired because he's like, what value <laughs> does that add? Nothing. You're just looking for DMs and your or DMs from people, right? And so it, it was 100. So again, being in the activity, but like, I'm not down on stuff. I think every now and then, I mean, so, I mean, have stuff with your face in it. I'm okay with it. Well, no, no, I, it's not the selfie. For example, it's the shirtless of like the amount of times it's shred season, right? And they're just doing it. 
what value does that add? And what I'm saying Drinkle, that is- can you please, can, can you, uh, I, I don't know what shred season is. Can you please, can you please explain <laughs> yeah. that, this concept to well, me? The, the reason I'm saying that is for people who like, I've seen people on LinkedIn just take a selfie and I'm like, what do you think a regional sales manager thinks when they go and see it? And what I mean by that, you can take the selfie, right? I've done it with my, like I'm in the hospital or whatever, but what's the context? Is there a good written word? Do you have a message that actually makes sense? Are you doing something that's actually kind of helping you or talking about your learning, you're doing, pushing yourself, what you're learning in the career, what you're trying to do, or is it just a selfie to say, Hey, look at me. Cause if it's just look at you, we're going to be like, uh, and if you're a pretty person, that's great. There's value, right? We, there's stuff out there that people are pretty and make a lot of money. But again, for what, what's the goal with your post and with your comment? That's why, that's why Omar's just saying, don't just leave a comment that says, great. That doesn't do anything. How are you standing out? What are you posting that actually bring some value or can start a conversation. Exactly. And then I'll, I'll bring up one of uh, Natalie's uh, comments here. So she's like speaking for MSC. They have a great program. Love it right now. And I'm learning so much, no matter what route you take. And if you have drive and a passion to be in this field, that'll help anyone with any position they're going to be in. If you're one of those people who go to NSV uh, just to get a job without much effort, it won't help you. Yeah, I totally agree. And again, no, I have no issue. I look, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll speak for my own program. For my own program, which is why like, you can't just buy into it. You have to actually interview with me. Um, yep. Nothing burns my ass more than people who are in my program. Some of them might hear this. If, if you had a family thing or something, that's, that's understandable. But there's some people who joined months ago. They have done nothing with it. They put out no effort. Again, I'm not a religious man, but maybe some of you are. God rewards those who take action. That's it. Just take action. Yep. Right. So even this advice that Jacob, Jake's well, giving million dollar advice here. It means nothing without the action and action over time. You go to the gym, work out. Oh, I don't have abs yet. Work out again. After six months, something's going to happen though. Yep. One. Well, and the thing I just want to talk again, medical sales college for some people it works here. Here's just the response, right? Um, because I, again, I'm never here to bag on it, but I can get you hired for free and not have to spend $20,000. I can get you hired for a lot less than $20,000. That's, but here's the conversation. Nobody's going to get a free job, right? And everybody's going to go, they do good marketing. Um, and so, so people are going to take their own routes a hundred percent. I'm not about that, but I also, at this point, I've gotten music teachers, yoga teachers, physical therapists, occupational therapists, nurses, all those people. And they didn't spend the 20 grand. And guess what? Because the reason I say that is the, you want to know who my number one people that reach out to me, medical sales, college graduates, because they teach you guys OR experience and they teach you anatomy. Great. Awesome. You could have bought a textbook for $300, done the same thing. And you could have got on LinkedIn and do exactly what we just said, work your butt off for two months and had a job with a top company. Again, this isn't me just bagging on it. It's just the reality and the truth. And if you don't want to hear it, that's fine. But it's like the amount, if I would say this, I would have a different opinion. If I talked to the majority of people who spent 20 grand and they told me it was a great investment, I would be like, go do it, please. But when you have the majority of your people crying to you on the phone and you have people who don't know what they're going and the majority of people don't have classes, that's another, another conversation. And same with Omar, same with my course, right? I don't allow just anybody. I make sure that you have to be a go-getter. So you're 100% right. It's just what route do you want to take with that? And there's never a right or wrong answer. I say this all the time. It's just what's going to fit you the best. But here's my, my honest truth. If you're an athletic trainer, if you already have an anatomy background, why do you need to go spend 20 grand to learn anatomy? You probably don't. It's not the anatomy that's holding you back. Right. And so, and people can tell me how they feel. 
But when you know what I know, and we've done this relationship and you've talked to literally thousands, not hundreds, thousands of people, and you have the conversations, that's why I can talk with so much confidence and talk the way I talk. Because I'm also the same person who got four job offers from top 30 companies with no sales experience and got told I need to go to medical sales college and go get B2B sales experience a million times. And yet here I am at a regional manager position in under two years with the top company that's going to be known. And then you guys are going to know about it, right? Like, and that can come off cocky, that can come out however it is, but it's just like, I'm going to work. And just like you said, you just have to be ready to work. So again, to your point, but I just say that it's going to fit everybody's needs. There's never a right or wrong answer. But for someone who moved out here with $1,200, who didn't have $20,000, it just wasn't an option for me. And who couldn't move to another city and take out more debt, I, I pay my own way. So I say that to everybody because there's their options. Yeah, no, no exactly right. Exactly right. I, I think I opened Pandora's box here, uh, Jacob. I'm, I'm okay on time. I'm having fun. Do you want to do a few more? There's, there's a few more people who like drop their, uh, uh, their LinkedIn's. What do you? How are you on time, first of all, Jake? Dude, I'm, I scheduled this for the rest of the night, man. Oh, cool. I'm here. To yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm, a, I'm not. A, and I'm not on. Yeah, yeah I, I want to help as many people as possible. I'm not on baby duty. And and without, uh, we won't share the share what it is. But like after this, like everybody who registered, you'll be getting an email from Jacob. We'll get an email from me. We're gonna have some you know special goodies for you guys. Um, okay, next person. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Who did I have? Uh, we got Morgan Stein, then we'll do Kelly Flood. Kelly, if you're still on, and then uh, I think Riva. So let's look at Morgan Stein. I already see something. <laughs> I already see something. See, we're like Scottie Pippen and MJ, uh, Jacob. I'm just, I'm just setting them up. You, I'm just letting you dunk them all. So, but real quick, just small tip for you know when I mentioned these posts, and again, I don't need the engagement. It does help, but I, I really don't need it. Okay, but look, this post right here. Look, I got 30 people who like this. Some of them are hiring managers. Some of them are the reps. There's, there's surgeons as well. You can go look through all this. Here's a tip. Look, only five comments, right? See, that's a good comment. Look, Scott Tucker tagged me, left this long comment. That's just staying up there as the most relevant. Go comment on some of my stuff. And after you comment, go back the next day, click this, and add all the people from this post because some of them are hiring managers, right? Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. Morgan. Okay, Morgan Stein, Kelly Flood, and then Reva. All right, so Morgan. Number one, remember, you're selling a product here. I don't want to buy the product of, hey, I just graduated. I'm a student. Even if that's true, don't lead with that. So I want you to get a new photo of this. Okay, take a new photo. What is a good photo? A good photo means that nice, clear picture, you know, good background. Okay. And what I would say is zoom in closer. And here's a, here's a key tip. Show the left side of your face. There's a neuroscientific study that came out of Penn that shows that persuasion-wise, between the left and right side of the face, the left side actually, people feel like it's more authoritative, expresses more emotion, which is why when you look at my profile, where is it, right? That is actually a flipped picture because I don't part my hair that way. But when I did this test, I actually A-B tested my photo with a bunch of people. Everyone's like, no, this one looks a lot better. And even I believe it looks better because it shows the left side of my face. So do that. Whoops, that's Kelly. Uh, put a banner. I don't care what it is. You, you don't have to have anything fancy, right? And then you're not a front desk manager anymore. You need to put something that's yep. that's a little bit more compelling. And, and it's hard for me to figure out what you should put. I need to look at your background. Look, first of all, talk about who you're, you're passionate about, helping with what you're trying to do, but then add some things that differentiate you. For me, I put 
husband and father, avid reader, mass persuasion hobbyist, but to put some SEO, search engine optimization words, medical device marketing. For me, I put demand. So for you, you can put medical device sales, biotech, right? So those things pop up. All right, Jacob, let me scroll down and you, you kind of take us home on it. Yeah. So, so this is easy. So I've already talked with Morgan we've talked on the oh, whole, um, I know our background it. pretty, pretty well. Um, so, so it's a good thing, but here, here's the conversation like you're putting in here, like we've talked about, there's a little highlights and stuff. My biggest thing is getting those relationships, but where I really come in and I like, I hammer home for most people is how are you going to tell your story? Like me and Morgan have already talked being a personal trainer, having that background, strength and conditioning, a physical therapy technician. I was a strength and conditioning coach, personal trainer. I know how to answer that question. I literally did it to get four job offers from top companies. But like like Omar saying, you just want to be able to stand out. And Morgan, you do a great job. You're easy to talk to. Um, the biggest thing is just like when you're going into it, again, when we talk about what you're doing, is just make sure everything that you're posting on here, how is it going to relate for you to do the next job? So again, because that's what people are going to look at when they go and look at your profile. Okay, so you were a manager and you did a great job of established strategies to increase membership sales. Okay, now here's something that would be even more impressive. Do you know the number? Do you know how much you increase the sales? Do you have percentages? That's the conversation I have with people because that's what managers, all these guys are going to look for, especially even on your resume. They want to see sales numbers. They want to see growth. They want to be able to see it. And so even for me, I was a personal trainer. I didn't have a quota, but guess what? When I interviewed for Medtronic and all these <coughs> other mechanized companies, I had a quota, made it up, right? It had to have the conversation, but you have to be able to talk to it. Um, so again, just like Omar said, making it a little more pretty, uh, doing it. But again, where I see most people on LinkedIn is it's normally the activity part and then the actual execution of absolutely into it. Uh, Jacob, Kelly, Kelly, um, I'm going to move on to Kelly. We can check out her profile, but Kelly has, um, and by the way, for those, so just so let me, let me just, I'm going to, my calendar is going to blow up next week, but it's okay for those. If we don't get to your profile right now, here's what you guys can do. Go to my, um, my LinkedIn profile on there. Don't do that right now on there. In the, in the first tile of my featured section, it's a thing that says, are you in medical sales? Watch that webinar. You're going to learn a lot. You can use those strategies in your interview process, but on that same webinar page, there's a link where you click it and I'll give you, I give like a free LinkedIn consult. Even if you're not in medical sales, just book it. I'll spend 30 minutes with you. I'll I'll give you a full consult on on what you should do if you're LinkedIn. Which All right, Kelly. Huge. Yeah, damn straight it is. I'm really I'm I'm very good at what I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my my wife just walked by and gave me this look. <laughs> All right, so Kelly Flood. I'm gonna, <laughs> looking looking up. Okay, so Kelly says I had a question for Jacob. Obviously, quick rise in the industry is wildly impressive. How is that possible without clinical or product knowledge? Knowledge that maybe you can only get from time and experience. I'm thinking of it from my perspective as an associate. And as far as procedures and trades alone, there's so much to learn. How can you climb that quickly without that time and experience? Hope that makes sense. Oh, I got a yeah. great answer to this, but take it. No, take it. Take, take it. it. Okay, Kelly. This is this is not only this is not only million dollar advice, but like for anybody who, you know, for anybody who's considering even starting a business, this is million dollar advice. Yep. So Kelly's question, in a nutshell, is how can you progress so fast when you know a lot of it's you know knowledge around products and everything based on time and experience. Time, as we all know, it only goes one way; it goes away. That's it, right? And so there's two things you need to do, and this will this will change your life if you let it. 
Number one, I see a lot of people talking about, I'm going to invest in, I don't know what shit coin that came out, by the way, I hold cryptocurrency, so I don't, I'm not hating on them. Same here. We're at the bottom, yeah. baby. It's only up. Yeah, me. exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I started an NFT project in, in the MedTech, so I'm not hating on it, right? But it's like, you know, I want to invest in this thing. I want to do this. I want to do like, I don't know, you know, learn about real estate on the side. Waste of your time. Here's the reason why. What you should be doing is maximizing your income earning potential in the thing that makes you the most money, which is your job, right? Exactly. Yeah. See, uh, Jacob and I, we're, we're on, we're on the same page. We, we just met this year, but like for years, I was, I was like, man, this guy gets it. Well, the so first how, time we talked, we talked for like an hour. So we like, Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what does that mean? What I mean by that is rather than going and investing money in the S and P 500, for those of you who don't know, that's like Coca-Cola and stuff. So you invest in the S and P 500, which is an index on a good year, maybe you get a 10, 15% return. Instead of the S&P 500, I want you to invest in the S&Me 500 because the one thing that'll shortcut your way in life and skills and entrepreneurship and everything is pay money to go either go through a course or get coaching from somebody to learn because that's going to shortcut you. So in many ways, you could like when I was younger, there were marketers I messaged and I said, hey, I noticed that you, you, know, you run campaigns for this uh, SaaS company. Can I please pay you $500 for like a couple hours of your time and learn from you? And, and, and that was a lot of money for me back then. Yep. Why should you pay that? Because when you overpay and you offer somebody like they're going to go out of their way to help, help you and coach on things. That's number one. The second thing, and then I'll, I'll, I want to pass to Jacob is on the time side. Here's how you time travel. If you, if I audit your day, you're doing some bullshit things. I guarantee that, especially at night. So here's what you need to do at night. If you really want to make money, if you really want to progress in your career, you need to live the life like a soldier, like a warrior, which I still live today as a married man with a kid. Okay. And, and so for you people who are single, this is what you got to do. Monday through Sunday, 6 PM comes, stop playing with your phone. You're not watching any bullshit Netflix. None of that stuff. You're going to go to bed. If you can't go to bed early, I'm not a medical doctor, by the way. Take a sleep aid like melatonin, drink some warm milk, whatever it is, force yourself to bed at nine o'clock. If you do this a couple of nights in a row, you'll wake up at some point at 5 a.m. And let's say your day starts at 8 a.m., okay? So let's just say between the getting up and everything, you have a solid two hours, two hours Monday to Friday. If we do two hours Monday to Friday, and I'm, I'm putting this in my calculator, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not good at math on, on what I'm doing in the live stream, that's 10 hours a week. If you multiply that by four, that's 40 hours a month. Multiply that by 12, that's 480 hours a year. Monday through Friday, just waking up early. In those two hours, you hyper-focus. If you divide that by 24, what is that? That's 20 days. 20 days where every minute, every hour that you've spent is hyper-focused on one thing. I built my entire business in literally the last six months doing this. That's what you have to do. Sorry, go ahead, Jacob. I get really hyped up about that topic. I do too. Um, so I, I'm I'm gonna come from a, a little different side, but it's, it's the same thing. So here's the number one thing. I was waiting I, for you to say like I I completely disagree. Oh no, my. no, no, no. I, I agree. <laughs> no, I agree about the part with S like investing you and all that stuff. Here's here's my number one thing. The number one thing I see that holds people back: timelines. Mm. Timelines. Mm -hmm. Oh, get who who said the timeline? Who told you that it's gonna take eight years to learn your product? Guess what? Ah, some bingo. Average, some average rep. You know how many people told me I would never break into medical device sales? A thousand. Guess who 
is in medical device sales and was with the top company. Me. Get, and like, this is my favorite, right? I never do it. Like, and I, and I say this and everyone knows it. I'm not in to be average on anything I do in my life because I'm, I only get one. I've lost like I, a picture of my buddy. I just lost to him brain cancer four, four months ago. You think I'm going to let this life go by? He, he was 25 and lost his life. You think I'm going to waste another day and another second? So for every single person who tells me I want to go get drunk on the weekend, wants to like, oh, I just want a good career. Great. I'm going to freaking smash your life because that's how I've accomplished so much in two years. Like people just the other day, I posted it because I never post it because I don't want to be that person. It's what? Me 4.30 in the morning taking my butt to the gym. Guess what? Because by 8 a.m., I've already accomplished more than most people have in their whole day. And it's not even 8 a.m. yet. And now I get to do all my work and then I get to go and focus on what I'm doing. And what I'm saying that is the reason I've accomplished so much in my life in this small time in medical device sales is I didn't put a timeline on myself. I say, I'm going to be the best. I don't care about my age. I don't care about my years of experience. I don't care what, how many people told me. Everybody told me I was going to take three years to figure out. Everybody told me, don't go be a territory manager. Go take an associate sales rep role. And I said, sink or swim, baby. Guess what? This is why I win. For six months, every day, I woke my butt up at 3.50, went to the gym at 4.30, worked out, and by 6 a.m. was either studying or at a case. I did work till 6 p.m. I would go take a 30 minutes to an hour to eat dinner, and then I would study till 9 or 10 o'clock, and I did that for six months straight. Now, you tell me how I got so fast and I learned so much because I literally 10X'd what everybody did. I learned more in six months than they were learning in two years because I was just like, I'm going to accomplish it faster. And so like, that's my advice to people that are like, how do you have so much like, right? Like my goal, I don't think like everybody else, like me and Omar have talked about this. I'm trying to do what med device people do in their whole career in under five. When you do that, guess what? You just work harder and you work faster and you work smarter because you have to. And here's, and this is why I say it with a laugh is, does it happen in five? I don't know. It might happen in seven and it might happen in three, it might happen in 12. Like I'm, but I'm going to go with the mindset is I'm just going to go and I'm going to make these moves. And to the, to the extra point is how do you learn? It's product special. I just told you, I've talked with Omar. I've talked with Jay Pendleton. I've talked with some of the biggest names because even though I broke in, that's why I'm so big on networking. I was still reaching out to people once I broke in because I knew there was people who had more experience than me and I was learning from them. So going to Omar's second part of paying these people, I pay people. I'm right now talking to a guy he makes a lot of money every month, not doing this stuff, doing another industry. But I'm, he told me a crazy number to pay him to go in that. And I talked to him. You want to know why? Because he's with other people making crazy amounts and it just levels you up. It makes you start thinking different and it makes you actually want to go. And the last thing I can leave you with, you will become who you hang out with. The five people you hang out with is who you will become. So if you're hanging out with a bunch of people who just get drunk and want to be loose and want to live that, hey, like, for example, and again, there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't agree with it. If you just want to go and be in med device sales and make 130 grand, 150 grand for the next 20 years and live this like mediocre, okay career and do enough not to get fired, but never going to crush it. That's fine. That's cool. Go do that. That's never going to be me. Like I just don't roll that way. If I'm not at the top of the charts, I'm doing everything I can to be at the top of the charts. And so to your question, how do you accomplish so much in such a short amount of time? I work so much harder than everybody else and I work smarter. Like yeah, just, just to give you an idea this morning, oh, sorry, I was up ahead. at five 30 this morning doing my podcast. Yeah. And look, I mean, I completely, I completely agree with, with Jacob and, and just, just to take that, you know, take it further, Kelly, like just in my short interaction with you, Kelly, just, you know, through messages and everything, I can tell that you're, you're very industrious. You work hard. Like I, I I'm really, I'm really good at picking that up digitally. 
What I would say though is if if Kelly sits down and audits her her day to day, right? And there's exactly. nothing you shouldn't feel bad. Look, I, there's there's plenty of time that I waste time, right? Why do you think uh, I wake up so early? I have a lot of a decent amount of time wasted, right? Like yeah. it's not yes, I'm doing it, but, but I'm still wasting time. So yes. But, but yeah, and, and here's the thing. Uh, and actually for, for those who who haven't if you go to my podcast, The State of MedTech, I'm I've organized it by category. So you can scroll and just see sales and then topic. There's one that says like something about like how to how to not waste time. And so sometimes like these things in some add up. Right. So use data to your advantage, like check your phone and see how much screen time you're using when you're in between cases. There's, there's always like, it's like, it's not, it's very rarely five minutes. It's usually 10, 15, 20 minutes here, 10, 15, 20 minutes there. So during that time, how are you using it? Right. And so if you start training yourself to, to let's say read, read abstracts, read papers and everything, you'll get in a habit and a skill of becoming a that was my one skill set when I left med school is becoming a learning machine. Hold on, Jacob, hold on. Let me let me get this one 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 piece out. So 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 Jacob, next time we do this, we should we need to do this in the same room, by the way. It'll be so yeah. much more fun. Yeah, um, um so Kelly, yeah. So what I was saying, oh yeah. So getting in the habit of of, of training these skill sets. And here's the thing, Kelly, the beautiful thing about this, this is why systems are are better than goals. This system will help you, yes, get promoted and everything, but the skill stack you develop, being efficient with your time, getting more done with less, learning how to read efficiently, translates to so many other things. If you want to learn how to read, because most people don't know how to read, if you go on YouTube and search uh, Mindloom, my name, how to read uh, like a book fast or something, find my YouTube channel. It's pinned, right? That'll teach you how to read. Um, anyways, yeah. Very, very. Just do that, uh, Jacob. Go, I cut you off. Say, no, no, you're good, man. We got I a bunch of we got a p bunch of people still on this on the stream. I'm oh. I'm impressed. I love it. Well, Kelly, I just wanted to say this to you because I, I again, if you're a hard worker, I love that, and I you already have to be if you're in it, right? And you're still in it. The thing I would just say is this is what again helped me with my career. Every chance I got, especially the first year, because I just didn't know. I I was blue. I didn't know anything, and I and I didn't act like I knew anything. I told people I'm brand new. I'm just trying to learn. Every free moment I had, I was reaching out to reps that had been in here before. I was reaching out to people in my company and outside of my company to take advice. I was going and talking with doctors that nobody had talked to. And I had told that they're competitors. You'll never get them. And I was just doing the reps to just get more contacts and get just, again, just learn because that's how I turned my territory around. There's a lot of people that told me I would never get these certain doctors because they never did. And then I get them because, and you want to know why? Because I just showed up. I just had the conversation. And the reason I'm saying that is maybe that's also go take one of your doctors out, go have the conversation so you can be better educated. What do they like? Learn more about them because then you can take that with other physicians. So again, it's, it's going to the exact same point of what Omar's saying. It's just using that time. But even when I had free time, I was reaching out to reps to learn more. I was reaching out to other surgeons. I was trying to learn as much as I can, because again, we only get so much amount of time yeah. and I was trying to absorb as much as I could. And, and I was going to say, I was like, again, it, it, with this, and this is what what like I, I really like talking to Jacob is like you can hear the intensity in his voice. You can tell it. It's like he's not he doesn't mess around. I pe people when you when you start to adopt and and believe it or not, the way I am now, you guys should have seen what I was like when I was 25, 26. No discipline. I was an absolute pushover. It was, but but you know, it, it, a day came where I made a decision. I said enough's enough, right? And you can become like that. You can become very disciplined. You can become knowledgeable. All these different things, but it takes work. The other thing, and we have a really interesting uh, question from Ashley Hawkins, Jacob, I'm going to bring up. Um, 
the the other thing that I was going to say, the not we live in the age of the internet, my friends. You can spend you can spend an hour on LinkedIn. I've learned more on LinkedIn and Preach. Med Twitter, Med Twitter than I did in some of my medical school classes. Just go read a uh, physician post and everything. Look, you want to learn more? I mean, sorry, like shameless plug. That's kind of why I started the podcast. If you go follow the podcast I have, State of MedTech. I mean, I've interviewed like chairs of departments, CEOs of MedTech. I mean, just like it, pretend like you're a kid again. Listen. And then pretend you're that person and just repeat back what they said for the answer. And now you're practicing thinking and talking like a CEO. Yep. Um, all right. Um, let me bring up some, we had some really good questions. Uh, so Ashley Hawkins question is how to negotiate a raise. If you feel undervalued in a company and when to know if you should pivot or persevere, you want to go first or should I go first? You take this one and then I'll come in for the. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, Man, why, like, why do I have to be Sky Pippen all the time, dude? Like, why, here, why let, me, let, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. I'm playing. No, I'll go. No, no, I'll go. Now I feel bad. Look, I'll, I'll say, I'll go real quick. Ashley, here's my number one piece of advice. Uh, Jacob will, will go dive deeper. The number one way for you to raise your income is not to get promoted. It's actually to change jobs. You can raise your income minimum 15 to 20%. Now, the fact that you just said that, that you asked the question, if you feel undervalued, you need to get out of there. It's not going to change. I hate to say it. I don't even need to know the company. I don't need to know who you work for. The fact that you publicly said this, you asked the question like that, tells me that you're not in a good place and you'd be, you would make more money. You'd be valued somewhere else. Jacob? 100% because here's the thing. They could give you more money. If you're not valued, who cares? Right? Like that's literally the answer I would have. And like people will ask me certain reasons of why I left and other stuff. At the At the end of the day, are you passionate about what you do? Do you love with what you or love what you're doing? And I just put up a LinkedIn post about this, but it's like who you spend your time around will make a difference. So for example, you could, if your teammates suck, your organization sucks, that's you're hanging around them. If it's toxic, you're hanging around them. Are you with people that you really do enjoy? Do you see the vision? Do you, do they feed your soul? Do they help you go? That's when you know it's time to probably be like, uh, and I've, I heard this quote and I just want to say it for everyone to hear because it hit me so hard. And it was a guy off of TikTok. He has a good voice. He's so funny. Now he makes millions of dollars doing it. Um, but he literally said, "When with change, you can literally feel when it's time. You can feel it uh, in your stomach." And like <clears throat> even for me, that like that hit me so hard for the last two or three months where I was at. I was like, "I've and, and and this is not to like say I'm better than anything again." So I want that to be sure. But I was like, "I've outgrown where I'm at." I, I'm, I'm looking for that next challenge. I'm looking for that next position. I'm looking for where I can go and make a difference where I feel like you said more value, but also, but you literally can feel that. So if just, I'm just saying this, Ashley, by you asking the question, I already know you can feel that in your stomach. And you're like, you're just trying to get some confirmation when you feel that you're not where you're supposed to be. It's hard. And then this, this would be my advice. Continue to do what you're doing. And then guess what? You'll probably go talk to companies and they're going to pay you a lot more money and they probably have where they value more. Um, that's just like the honest truth because right now there is no shortage of jobs and there's no shortage of how much they're paying. Absolutely. And I'm going to touch on a kind of a controversial topic here, but the point I, I need this to, to really drive home with, with Ashley and I'm probably resonate with a lot of other people. So Ashley, to Jacob's point about like, you know, going with your gut, you know, that's this concept called like intuition, right? We, with animals, we call it animal instinct with humans. It's intuition in the West. We really get away from it because we, we focus so much on ego driven things. We want details. We want data. You know, your ego is the thing that says like, oh, how much more money am I going to make? What's the title I'm going to get? Oh, your intuition is going to be that funny little nudge you get 
where it's there's no details, no nothing, but it's always right. It's yep. always wise, right? And a perfect example of this, and I'm actually I'm gonna sort of call you out here. You know, as a young lady, I guarantee you that at some point, whether it's like college or somewhere else, you might have met some, you know, met a guy through a group of friends, and you don't even know this guy, but he just gives you like he just gave you like a weird feeling. You're like, man, this guy seems like he's a piece of trash. He's a, he's a skis, he's a creep or whatever. And then there's your ego that pops in. It's like, Oh, but you just met him. You don't know him and everything. And you find out like a few weeks later, the guy like uh, cheats on his girlfriend. That's your intuition. And so if you are, are, are consciously asking that question right now, your intuition is probably screaming at the top of its lungs right now that you need to go. And I checked out your profile it's likely that because you've been there maybe for, for a short amount of time, you feel bad about this, right? So Ashley, um, if you want, shoot me a message. I'm very happy to just get on the phone real quick. I'm really busy, but I'm happy to get on the phone just for a little bit and give you some advice on this because that was me. I was in a very bad job thinking and feeling just like you. And you know what I did? I was like, you know, what? I just got to work harder. I got to persevere. No amount of hard work or per perseverance is going to turn around shitty people with toxic attitudes. You know, it's not going to happen. And the, and the thing I want to just add to that last part is because I, I listen to a lot of Alex Hamozzi and I know you do too, Omar. And like his conversation is. <laughs> That's why I got the S and P thing. I should have, I should have referenced him. I felt bad. When <laughs> I realized afterwards I was like, I didn't reference Alex. Yeah. That's Alex, the S and P five, S and P 500 and the S and me 500. That's Alex Hermosi. That's not mine. And, and he's awesome. But the, the reason I'm saying this actually is because what happens is usually the doubts. Well, I already have a good job. Uh, well, people will judge me if I do this. Right. And Alex Hermosi says, every time I've left something that's safe and I've taken the next step that I knew was the right, I've added another zero to my, to my income. Right. And I'm not saying that will happen. Like if you go to whatever it is, but what I'm just saying that is there's, you're never going to make everybody happy. People are going to judge you. Like I, that's once you guys get to the point, like, as you can tell me and Omar to, a, to an extent, like when you just don't care if people like you or not, and you're just going to be true to yourself, you will be so free and then you can do whatever you would like. And, and have so much more happiness. So again, I'm just saying that to you, Ashley, is like, there's probably some doubt, self-doubt, whether it's people saying it to you, coworkers or whatever. Yeah, it might not be as good a job. And there's also the, what if it's not as good as what it's at now? What if I take a job and it's worse? You never know unless you jump. And most people are living FOMO and they're like, oh, I don't know. Here's, here's the reality. As long as you do stuff the right way, you normally can come back. Like for example, I know a guy who just did this, left Medtronic, went to another company, found out within four weeks, it was not the right move, went back to the exact same role he had because he did it the right way and had the conversation. Now I'm just saying that as long as you're not flipping people off and telling them to go die, you know what I mean? And you do it respectfully and you don't burn bridges, you might not get that same position back, but like, what's the worst case scenario? It doesn't work out at your new position and you just go back to the same company. Like, you know, like that's, that's how I always think. And, and here, let me, let me give you some, like a, like a, a, a tactic to make it very, very easy. This is not just for Ashley, this is for anybody. Um, what I would do every, every day, be active on LinkedIn, connect and add people. And there's a, there, when I was in, when I, when I was in Silicon Valley, you know, and having to like do things like raise money and stuff, there's a saying, there's a saying in Silicon Valley, they say, which is, um, when you need money, right, go ask for advice. But when you would, when you need advice, go ask for money. And what what that means is that for your situation, Ashley, what I would do is start adding people on LinkedIn. And again, it's a numbers game because sometimes not everybody checks their inbox or whatever. Send messages to people who are, let's say, right above you. 
directors, senior directors, VPs even, and send them a message short. Hey, you know, um, I really admire your career. Uh, I know you're extremely busy, but it would mean a, it would mean a lot to me if you could help me say that it would mean a lot if you could help me and get on the phone for five or 10 minutes. All I want is I, I would really like to hear how you were able to get to that you know p place in your career and what advice you would have for me. You know, again, and to Jacob's point, put yourself, say, you know, you can text or call me at any time I'll, I'll answer. And you send those messages out. You'll be astounded the kind of people who will, who will uh, respond because if you do it the right way, somebody is going to see a little bit of themselves in you. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff, by the way. So like, like I, Jacob can tell you, but like literally throughout the day, I take walk like my, my or not Jacob. My wife can actually tell you is that I'll take a walk or I'll go, you know, do something like take a break because I'm like, okay, let me get on the phone and like talk to this person and help them out. So like people generally want to help, but like nobody really asked for it, right? So go do that, and in that process, you do two things. Number one, you start refining your pitch about who you are because they're going to ask you like, oh, tell me about yourself. You're going to refine that. You're going to start getting. You're going to be crowdsourcing advice, and then in that process, it could happen that someone's like. You know, I really like this girl. I, yep. She's got good character. She sounds a hard worker. I think I'm. I think I'm. I think we could carve something out for her. That's how I got Silicon Valley. There was not a job opening. I literally did that exact same thing, and someone liked me. The CEO liked me. I was like, dude, we're just gonna pull. We're just gonna make a position Thank out of thin air for this guy. Yeah, Jacob, you were gonna you're gonna say something. Let me uh, while you're while you touch on that, let me see if there's any other. We have yeah, a lot yeah, of interesting more questions. Yeah, and I love that. And I just wanted to say, I, I, I'm, I feel bad that I haven't said it until now, but to anybody, right? When people ask, hey, Jake, how do you have success? How do you do anything? And this isn't just for me. This is anything. You got to be confident, you guys. Whether you're going through the interview process, like, like Omar said, you're selling yourself. If you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe you're the best candidate, like how are people supposed to believe in you? So no matter who you're exactly. reaching out to, just be confident. That, that Like you guys can tell from me doing how I talk and stuff, I'm, I'm a very confident person. But the reason I will just state this, you want to know why I'm so confident? Because I've kept promises to myself time and time again. And that's all that leads to confidence. For example, when I've told myself I'm going to wake up at 4am, I do it. Every time I want to go back to bed, but what do I make myself do? Get up and go. Every time I've said I'm going to read five pages for the day, it could be 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, no, I'm so tired. But I told myself I was going to read five pages. It's keeping those promises to yourself and keeping you accountable that will lead to time and time again. Because even just the other day, I had to send out 150 emails yesterday. Everything told me I've made every ex excuse why not to do it until I just said, it's time to do it. And I sat there for two hours and just said, here we go. Right. <laughs> it's just keeping those promises that will do it. So I'm just saying, no matter if you're just reaching out to say hello or whatever, they got to hear the confidence in your voice because we talk about if you're trying to get a job and you're trying to do it, if you're, you're sounding very scared, but well, what are you going to sound like when you're talking to a surgeon who like is a surgeon? one of the smartest human beings you've ever met and they can be very intense, right? So whatever you guys do, just continue to work on that confidence. Yeah, absolutely. And, and by the way, just, uh, we'll, I'll, I'll make a comment on that. And Jacob, we'll, we'll maybe take a few more, maybe ha wrap up and have some final finals, but just, uh, I want to remind everybody, you know, if you haven't checked it out, go and check out new to medical device sales on YouTube. That's Jacob's YouTube page. Subscribe to it. Check out his podcast. I love his podcast. I'm in medical devices, but I still enjoy his podcast. And most importantly, make sure you write a review, like five stars, write a review and, uh, check, check out the website, new to medical device sales.com. Okay. And, and just to kind of, 
touch on on what you said, Jacob. Yeah, there is a difference, and I think like uh, again, I'm I'm generalizing here. I think um, guys, uh, young guys, make this mistake, which is when you try to be too confident, you come off a, like too abrasive the wrong way. Damn. And and what they're what people are looking for is is conviction, and it, it has a lot to do with the tone of your voice, right? The way you say it, the way you frame things, and this is why again, you know. Like I refuse to watch movies or, or things that like poor people watch. Like I, I'm not going to be watching BS stuff like the Kardashians or anything. But when I watch movies, I'm watching like great movies to learn something like about strategy or business, but also how you deliver things. And I practice my, my late and great mentor, Chris Sells, who passed away a few years ago, legend in surgical sales, uh, was early class at intuitive. He used to like get in front of the mirror and just practice talking. Like you have to practice these things. So, you know, certain questions you're going to get, like you all know that someone's going to say at some point, why should we hire you? You need to have a very powerful, scripted, persuasive message behind that. Right? Like for me, when I was, when I was coming out of, uh, uh Mazor, that was my only place I worked. So I used to get that all the time. And people, people, I mean, some hiring managers, I hate to say it, maybe they didn't mean to, they were doing it like to kind of like humiliate me. Like one guy is like, there's not a lot of data points on your resume. So like, why should you be here? Right. And my thing that I told him, I was like, look, I know I don't have this great experience. I said, but I'll tell you what I said, I always find a way. I was like, look at this last company I worked at. These are the things I did. I was like, I always find a way. I was like, doesn't matter how long it's going to take. I will find a way. And when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to deliver. That's not a skill. That's just character. And if you communicate yep. those things, that's what people see those, the things that Jacob is talking about that I'm talking about, about the, the energy you bring, the, the character, all these things, it's, it feels like this sort of soft, fluffy advice. But the thing about that is that that differentiates you because you can't put that on a resume, right? And, and selling is about emotion, energy and motion that, and so you need to get better about this because if you just go and. Like I told you, I look, look, I worked in Silicon Valley for four or five years. I got plenty of resumes, MBA from Stanford, worked at Facebook. I don't know what and everything. And I talked to the person and I'm just like, not impressed. Talk to a guy who's got like one job, but I could, I could see the like intensity in his eyes, his hunger. I was like, man, if I, if I just like let this guy loose, he'll run through walls. Right. Yep. Some of my, some, some of the girls that I, that I hired, they are the same way, exact same way too. Well, I just want to touch on, you said like, you want to have those good answers. You want to have them scripted. And that's hundred percent. You need to know what you're going to say, but you also need to be genuine, be a human being, right? Like, like I just say that because you want to have a scripted answer. You want to know what you're going to say, but like, I meet too many people that they memorize it. Right. And then if they miss a word, they're like, oh my gosh. Right. Just be who you are. Be true to who you are. Like, and, and to, to Omar's point, when you're just hungry and you're just ready to go, like, again, that is just my story. And I've been thankful and I'm blessed in the position to be where I'm at. But like, that's why I want to do what I want to do, because all my goal is, is to give back because I had people that have done very well financially take me out for a cup of coffee when I didn't have them enough money to pay for the cup of coffee and they paid for it. And I had not, I, they had no reason to ever be with me. And the only reason they sat with me and they bought me the coffee was because they saw what I was doing and they saw who I was and they're like, we want to help you. Now, again, I'm not saying that to like, again, that's where I'm at now. That's why everybody I take out, I buy coffee because someone did that for me, right? So I'm just saying that to you guys. If you can just be hungry, 
it's going to work. So, and I, and this will be the last thing I say on this point. And we can go to another question is I did strength and conditioning, right? And we talk about this all the time. You could have the best program in the world for the, all these teams, but if they don't go as hard as they can, guess what? You could have the worst program in the world and the people will run through a wall and give everything they got. The team that's going to run through the wall is going to win every single time over the people that have the best program, but didn't use it to full force because they're not giving everything they have. It's the exact same thing in this process, you guys. You're going to mess up. There might be times you make mistakes. That's okay. But can you just keep coming and can you just be genuine to you and be energetic and keep showing up every single day and and understand it's okay to mess up, but you're going to come back and make it better and just be true to you and you'll do fine. Absolutely. And just just to kind of wrap things up, uh, Jacob, I hope you don't mind me doing this, but again, like for for some people who they, th- that might genuinely want this, I hope you, I don't, I don't put you on the spot here. Uh, if you can take a second, I know you do have like a program to help people. I know they yeah. have to like qualify an interview for it. I don't know if you have space for it, but whether you do or not, can you just talk a little bit about that? And if somebody was interested in that, what they can go and do? Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that. So yeah, as you guys know, I, I do have a course. If, if you don't, I do. Um, so for me, I have a course at this point, I've helped over 500 people break into medical device sales um, with sales experience, without sales experience, just like myself. And again, this comes from, you guys can go to my YouTube. I started filming when I was a personal trainer. Um, so this is just what I've done at this point. I have it pretty much down to a science. If you do A, B, and C, you'll get this interview. You go do A, B, and C, you'll get past the next interview. I've, I've been able to live it. Um, I just got three people hired in the last uh, three weeks. So that's been a lot of fun for me um, that are from the course. But like Omar said, I only accept five people in and I don't accept everybody because I, this isn't a program that you can just pay money and you, you're guaranteed a job. That's the number one question I'm asked because guess what? There's no guarantee in life. I'm not going to accept people that just think they can pay money and they have a job. That's not the, the reality. And that's not this industry. You're going to have to do all the work. But what I can do is I can promise you, I'm going to save you a whole lot of time and a lot of, a lot of headaches because I'm going to be sitting there coaching you. So what the program looks like, it's all at your own pace. It's modules, it's videos. We do office hours every other week. And then we also, you guys get my direct access. I get on phone calls with my students every single day to coach you guys. Um, again, most of the answers that you're going to have are in the course. But then again, I've been up at 1030 at night with one of my guys who just got two offers. He ended up going with, um, he had Johnson and Johnson and Integra and he ended up going with Integra for a full line sales rep role. Um, first job in, which is great doing very well. I was up at 10, 10 o'clock at night with him, like helping him go and, and do those coaching calls. So that's what you're going to get. You're going to get the modules. You're going to get the coaching. You're going to get something that's worked for hundreds and hundreds of people. Um, and you're going to get coaching or office hours where we get on zoom calls, just like this, where I coach, I answer questions. You're able to meet other people that will be, you know, four rounds in, you could be brand new. Um, and then also you're going to get access to me where I'm going to help coach you guys. And also we have coaches in the program. Uh, Drew Roberts was just on it. Uh, four-time president club winner, just one with Medtronic. He's been in for 20 years, landed a lot of good jobs. Um, so again, there's other people besides just me that will be um, in there as well here in the future as well. But if you guys are interested in it, two things, uh, course to new to medical device sales, course.com, new to medical device sales. Again, if you guys just go to new to medical device sales, there's a link to my course, but also you guys can reach out to me on LinkedIn. You can reach me on Instagram, new medical device sales saying I schedule calls with you guys because I got to make sure it's a good fit. Um, like I said, I don't allow everybody to actually turn away more people than I allow in because I'm not trying to have people like we talked about that just think they can pay. So again, the one, the last thing I will say is this is not $20 um, because I'm getting people play. My last uh, two placements have been for over a hundred grand, right? So 
when you look at that, I know the value that I'm bringing. I'm getting people hired within under eight weeks that are in the program um, so far. And uh, there's people that haven't gotten and they're longer. But again, it's what you put into it. It's how much effort you're going to go. And I'm going to help you guys and coach you and push you when you need to be pushed and, and love on you when you need to be loved. But that's the conversation. And I don't want you to be saying, hey, I can't afford it. I have payment plans. You can get under for in for under $300 um, a month. So payment's not the option. And the, the last thing I'll say about that is if we're just talking, we talk about investing. I know in the first year, you're going to 20x your um, return. Anybody who would be investing would take that return. And I just joke around. If you're in medic device sales for 10 years and you absolutely stink and you only make a hundred grand a year, guess what? You're still going to make a million dollars. So I, I don't even know what that X is on the return, but I can promise you it's, it's a pretty good one um, to get you in. And again, you get me, but like I said, you guys will see it on me here. I'm very nice, but there's times people call me, I push them. I'm like, Hey, you're doing the wrong things because like I've said on the podcast, and again, I am a nice guy, but it's like, I'm not here to have your feelings feel great. I'm here to get you hired. And if you're very <laughs> sensitive, if you're very sensitive, you might not do well in med device sales. And the last thing I know I've said the last thing a bunch of times, but the last no, thing no, no, no. keep, keep, dude, you're on a roll, man. Keep going, man. I'm loving but it. The last, the last thing is, is people in my program, we're not here just to get hired and be mediocre. Like I've talked about every, I've got two people that I got, I just talked to this week that I broke, had break in a while, about six months ago. They both had one took a uh, territory that was 92nd and they're at 33 for Johnson Johnson. I just talked to somebody at a startup. They were at the lowest performing territory. They're at number four right now, and they're about to close two accounts, and they have a chance for rookie of the year, and they have a chance to uh, be the top rep of the year. That's the people I'm working with, and I'm teaching you guys how to do that because, again, like I said, in my life and in your guys' life, we only get one. So you might as well maximize it, and you might as well become the best version of yourself and crush this so you can be whatever you want to be in your life. But that's, that's who I'm working with, and that's what I push in my program, and that's what I expect because I want top performers. Because again, you are who you hang out with. I'm not going to hang out with people who just want to get in, right the bottom of the list and barely make money. I'm here to have the people who want to change their life, change their family's life, change their future, and just absolutely be a rock star in medical device sales. And I know I can help you get to that point. Absolutely. And uh, I have to bring up this comment. So one of your students, actually Gigi says, uh, I trust my intuition and enrolled in Jacob's class. Despite his crazy busy schedule, he will always respond to messages, questions, and makes himself available. He is a person of integrity and character and is here to help you succeed. That's really nice of you, Gigi. Yeah, super sweet. She, she's the best. So Gigi, thank you. Fun. Hey, just real quick. I have to say this. Uh, Gigi, I did a four and a half hour interview for the job I have now. I had a schedule called with her. I had a text her and be like, hey, I'm so sorry. I was in my rental car in Florida at 100 degrees, dripping sweat in my suit on my phone call and Zoom call with Gigi. Uh, so she's a real OG. She hung in with me, even though I was like, but like she said, again, like I'm the biggest thing is I'm not a person that you're just going to pay money. And then I'm like, hey, see you later. No, I care about you guys. Like, like we're a family. You're, you're, you're um, investing in me and I'm going to invest in you and I want to see you succeed. And so, like I said, I've been on calls at 10 o'clock. Every time I'm getting text messages, I'm responding within the hour as long as my schedule allows it. Every chance, and there's not, I will never miss a message. I will always get on a phone call. It doesn't matter what time because, again, I'm here to make an impact and make a difference in your guys' life. And if you're trusting me, I'm going to make sure that I return that for you. And, again, anything in life, I want a 100 extra investment because it, it's only going to be great for you and myself. 
Absolutely. And I'll, I'll, uh, we'll wrap up there and, and I'll make one uh, quick comment just to, to, for people to think about it. Right. Um, which is those, and again, I know there's a, there's always this hesitancy for some reason. And this is a, this, I used to be like this a long time, which is like, Oh, if I spend money on one course one year, that's going to be one for the year. I would say that's the wrong way. So like for me this year in my own business, I've spent about, I spent close to 23 grand already just this year, just for myself on certain courses, because I went through a course, learned I need, you know, the things I needed, started getting, but then if I hit a wall and I'm having issues, I didn't say, oh, I'm going to wait till the, till next year to take care of that. And so one thing I would recommend for people who are considering Jacob's course, this is the thing. So Jacob, here's million dollar advice for you. <laughs> um, you go through this program, you're going to get into to the medical device sales, right? And he does have a good placement rate because I've been following for for quite a while now and seen that. You've now just learned a framework that you can use for the next role you get in, and it can be also used to get into SaaS industry. So, like that's that's really actually what you're getting. It's not a one time thing. I think that's a, a one thing. I it hit me the other day. I'm like, you know, technically, that that's 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 essentially what they're getting, right? And I tell everybody, and because people are seeing, I actually just got somebody hired and they're like, hey, I want to jump back in the course. And the beautiful thing is my, my thing's not like, hey, you do it for three months and you're out. You pay for it and you have the, your username and password. You're in it forever. And every week I'm adding new stuff to the course and I only have bigger plans to do with the course. It's not like it's just forever. I'm building. Oh, so their investment appreciates, right? That's It just keeps getting more with more stuff. And, and here's the conversation because you and me are talking about this, right? I know you guess what? If the person knows me and I really like them and they need to get in contact with somebody like you, guess what? I probably know that person. Right. And so like that, it's, it's again, it's, you're getting in the room with other people that you might not have the chance with, but again, in this investment, it's not like it just expires. As long as you paid the money and you're in the course, you're going to get a job, but I can promise you, I'm going to keep adding stuff. There's some events in the future that I'm excited that will eventually happen. And, and again, I'm, again, it's nothing short of like, again, when people invest in me, I, it's what we heard with all the NFT projects. I'm going to hundred X deliver because it's only going to make me look good, but you guys are going to get so much value. And that's why I do this. Don't buy an NFT buy Jacob's course. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be an NFT. He'll send, he'll make, he'll go on rareable and make an NFT of his face and send it to you if you want one. So <laughs> <laughs> we can make something happen. Absolutely. Jacob, man, what a blast. We should, we should probably try and do this again. I feel like a lot, we helped 100%. a lot of people tonight. Man, there's still a lot of people on, so but I got a baby to go take care of. No, you do. And this, <laughs> this is what I wanted to say to you guys. Uh, again, I'm always happy to jump on a call. I'm always happy to get in. So if you guys do want questions answered that weren't here, I'm again, I'm happy to help out any way I can. That's what I do. But just like Omar, we're very busy individuals. Um, so if we're making time for you, we're making time for you. Uh, and so please come prepared. But again, I, I'm happy to help anybody I can. Um, so again, if you if you would like to, feel free to reach out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And look, take advantage of our posts, get on, get on those threads. And just uh, before I forget, she might've jumped off or maybe she's still there. There's still a lot of people. Uh, Natalie Keezer, I was just checking out your profile. I noticed that you're actually in San Diego. Shoot me a message. One of my mentees, uh, Raneem Alzaban, she's actually in San Diego and she's just like you. Like she's, I think she graduated college just a couple years ago and broke into the industry with one company. Now she just got a role in Medtronic. I'd love to connect you with her. I think she could be a really good uh, resource for you. All right, everybody. Yep. And, Nat and I just oh, want to say also, Natalie, like I got some people in California, like LA and some like distributors. So again, happy, like, again, as long as it's a good fit and we talk, I'm happy. We're always help happy to help people. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Everybody, thank you so much. Be on the lookout. We'll be sending some emails in the next few days with some resources. Please make sure to add and follow both Jacob and I on LinkedIn. Check out his podcast, New to Medical Device Sales. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. And hey, while you're at it, go check out my podcast, State of MedTech. Leave reviews for both of them. Help us out, please. And uh, with that being said, it's another edition of Digital Medical Sales from the Medical Sales Network Effects Program. I'm Omar Khatib, Jacob McLaughlin, everybody. Thank you so much. Have a great evening. Go to bed early tonight. Go out. Don't go out and party. Discipline will give you your freedom. Take care for now, everybody. Bye-bye.